used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, What? And you said, Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 actually, your mic isn't even on. I think. It, it, how about now? Is it on now? <laughs> it, how about now? Yeah, it has that little arm twitchy thingy. <laughs> oh, so I'm supposed to arrive. All of the preparation that I've done for the show and one all the thing things to do. in my head. You had one and, thing to do, and, just I'm, flip and, the switch. and I'm supposed to flip the switch. Yeah. So I'm an engineer now, too. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. You're amazing. It's amazing. Um. Look what else I can do. I can move my mic up. Yeah, because you're tall. John is a tall fellow. How tall are you? Six, three and a half? I'm over six, three. And furthermore. Six, three and a half. I I, nailed it. Yeah, six, three and three. Six, three point seven two, as a matter of fact. In the mornings. Yeah, in the mornings. (laughs) That's exactly right. Um, Before the weight of the world starts pushing down on my shoulders. Right. Uh, We're. Oh, Jesus. We have a a phone ready. A Skype. Who is it? It's Leo from Finland. Oh, hi Marty, how are you? I'm all right. Hey, what what sort of video games do you make? Me, I don't make any video games. I only uh, have written a few um, using free tools. Oh well, isn't that making a video game? No, because there's no graphics. God damn it! Oh, I, that's okay. a joke. That's a joke. Um, well, video games, no, because there's this. Um, Topic of con- contention uh-huh. of like what's a video game and what's not. Well, what kind of games do you make? Then? You know, we say, right. you know, one of our idi- idioms is a point of contention. Oh my fucking god! Is that John Pierceello? Oh, bless yeah. your heart! Yes, it is. Oh um, my fucking god! Uh, anyway, <laughs> I um, that's a, wow. That's the best reception I've ever gotten it's in a, my life. It's a finish. Uh, it's a finish. <laughs> it's thing. it's a the replacement, Steve. <laughs> Uh, the replacement, Steve. That's how John I wants to be known. Um, do you? So fire. Uh, anyway, I, I've done um, interactive fiction in the past. I see. Which is like a uh, Zork. Yeah. The le- leather goddesses of Phobos and uh, like uh, what's the big one? Uh, Zork. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Infocom. Uh huh. But uh, there's this tool called Twine. Sure. Which is this um, method of making interactive fiction with just uh, hyperlinks um, using the um, the markup language that Wikipedia uses. So it's super duper easy. Cool. Uh, do you have a question for us? Yes. 
Okay. I do. Couple of questions. Okay. Question number one. Yes. When the hell is Steve gonna be, uh, gonna be a quest uh, a, a guest um, presenter again? Uh, he is uh, soon. We tried to have him on a couple weeks ago, but he got mm-hmm. called away to a, a work stuff. But he's mm-hmm. working uh, at a, a, in a media company right now, and he's working very. Uh, you know, on a regular schedule, so it's much harder for him to get on the line. But he's still working. Yes, and he's still in Austin. So awesome! That's yeah. that's good to hear because Steve is my fucking idol, man. Yes, he's a he's one of a kind. Uh, question number two. Yeah. Have you thought about making the audience calling in a regular segment? Um. Maybe uh, this co- this call is making re- me rethink that that yeah. policy. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just because not, uh, just I mean, I mean, it's time. always been like do the intro. Who's there? News interruption, 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 interruption. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hang interruption, on, hang interruption, on, hang interruption, on. I'm interruption. This John is... says something racist. As his <laughs> tradition. Yeah. Yes. A great day for the podcast. There for the world. Right. Regular talk where everybody's all like, I did this, I did this, I did this. Something's hard. The world is shit. Talk, talk, talk. Mailbag. That's a really good mark, And by then the way. it's like, it was, it, okay, it what's straight still up, new? Straight what's you're doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm doing this. I'm doing the live show. You make it sound so boring. Nobody yeah, outside I, of the I, USA I, I, do, I no longer that. want to do the show. I, I'm, I'm quit. I, I quit. I quit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're done. You, you've quit. convinced me. I'm just going to keep... I'm, I'm, we're not even going to show up anymore. I'm just going to open the, the <laughs> Skype line. Put you and on Skype. Just, yeah. And then you just do that, I mean, what I you mean, just did. You know, Marty, Marty, Marty. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, God damn it, man. John's there. You're there. This would be the perfect opportunity to do John Piercello, the man, the myth, the racist, the legend, the origin story to hyperactive game of the year edition. I, I don't know if, if we you have... have not. There's only been Steve's origin story, and okay. that was the you best damn we... podcast. That was great. That was actually one of my faves. That was me and Steve doing doing. I saw my face in frustration. Okay, Leo. I'm going. Actually, that is a great. That is a great suggestion. We are going to do uh, origin story episodes, so we'll make sure we get on that. But I, I, I say hello to you us. have completely uh, busted our format, and I haven't even gotten to the news yet. Packed so I'm going to hang up right now and get to it, and then we're going to get to those origin stories. So don't you worry. And do it th- today. Okay, you can do it. I, I believe in you. <laughs> All right, I thanks, in Leo. You. Thanks, Leo. <gasps> Leo, I graphics card. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Leo, thank you so much for calling. That was a fantastic, fantastic call. That was a great uh, call, all the way from Finland. That's amazing. I, you um, know, I, for, I, I I think I did the show like for a month before I realized, before somebody told me that we were even live. I had no idea, yeah. and then and I think I did it for another month or two before I realized there's like people in Finland listening to us. Yeah, I don't. That's crazy. Ever, I know. Uh, I live in a small little world. And we, by the way, it might not be the show, but we will do origin show episodes. I want to know. What does that mean? Oh my God. Wait. Hi. That's normally where Quare sits in that little cubby hole. Has I she have, been coming without me? Well, yeah. I mean, well, no, actually, she hasn't, curiously, but, but I did. I, it's because she can't drive. Yeah. Um, she, yeah. Hi, Nooner. Hey, it's Cassandra Cardenas. Hi, Cassandra Cardenas. What's up, guys? 
You oh. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So just, I'm going to get through this. I, I, it's too juicy not to talk about, um, Melina Gate. No, we'll get to that. All right. All right. That's pretty juicy. That's pretty juicy. It's, uh, like I have been just giddy, just like, like a, a teenager waiting for prom, looking for the, towards the, what, what are you wearing to the, uh, when you're a teenager mm-hmm. waiting for prom? Taffeta, mm. strapless. Ooh. Ooh. Um, slow down. And I've been looking forward to the, the, the RNC, the Republican National Convention, not because I want to see, watch riot, riots and violence, but, well, I mean, violence in the, in, in the sort of the WWE kind of way, right. you know, like where, where it's, it's fake, it's idiotic and nobody really gets hurt, you yeah. know, except they get hurt. Actually, yeah, that's right. There was a lawsuit or that was filed again uh, today against the WWE. Um, about neurological damage. Vince to McMahon us. and his group of clowns. I don't know who that is. It was good. Uh, but so we'll come up is with that. Is that your WWE character? I think that might have been Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh. Um, and I have to say. Get stone cold out of here. That's oh, good. Know. I like it. Right? Yeah, Vince. It feels right. Totally. I don't know if I can put my finger on what it is. You will. Mm-hmm. Um, I have faith in you. I don't want to insult wrestling fans, though. They're very loyal people. Yeah, don't you dare compare us to Republicans? That, uh, I that think, sort of thing uh, compares them that way. <laughs> I think, yeah, you can, you don't have to, uh, if you're, if you're satirizing the WWE, that's, that's flattering. I don't know. I made that's some flattering. enemies, uh, last time I was on the show when I said I didn't like Howard Stern, so. Uh oh. Uh oh. But I wasn't here. Um, I love Howard Stern. And you know what? You're allowed to. I love him. And, and I'm allowed to not like him. Well, let's not go oh. too far here. So, anyhow. The, this whole week has surpassed my expectations. Like leading up to the convention, you've got Trump on the TV saying ridiculous things in countless interviews, like, you know, Obama, you know, he says he's, he's, uh, for the police, but you just, you just look at him and, and he's hiding something. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it's pretty Who scientific. I yeah, mean, why, why? Trump did. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, most black people are hiding something. Right, exactly. So. Exactly. Because right? Of institutionalized racism. How could you possibly like the police if you're black? Yeah, well, that's what if, real. What, what if you are a black police officer? Which well, there actually, are you know, lots. we'll get to that later in the show yeah. because I do want to talk about that. But and then you've got these establishment establishment Republicans trying to change the rules, you know, like call for a political mulligan by you know saying, "Oh, we, let's run the convention this way so we can possibly get anybody in there," and then they just get shouted down by these Trump extremists who, like, who for the first time in decades, they feel like they have a voice in politics. But unfortunately, <laughs> the white the, supremacist, right, racist, exactly. misogynist, yes, piece violent, of shit. Yes, this is what I keep saying. Those kinds of people do not need a leader, and right, they need therapy. Yes, they need a, a, a like nice little closet to just hide in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Donald Trump's running mate, Mike Pence, this anti-gay, anti-abortion conservative with like the personality of an old bottle of Elmer's glue. <laughs> Did and, you write that? Or uh, are you reading that? I wrote that. Nice. That's, that's good. good. And, like pretty and, good. Yeah. You know he. Uh, doesn't believe in climate change. He's like, you know, he's just a classic. He, I don't know anything about him because I was like, who needs to know anything about this guy? You know, so I, bet, I bet he's that a way, piece of shit. And that way you know everything about him. Yeah, you know? because, oh, he's the person that makes all the conservatives happy. I guarantee that him and I don't agree on much. Yes. And he was picked last week. And, you know, and all <laughs> the reports are like, minutes. oh, yeah, that was so sad. That was so pathetic. And then he was sort of picked, but then not picked because of all these reports of like, you know, Trump wanted somebody else. And, you know, I just thought it was so funny that like here, here, here Trump had an opportunity to sort of 
to sort of uh, uh, address his his critics as being a you know a sort of a, a white male centric sort of you know guy not really not really offering anything up to the kind of diversity of the country here he has an opportunity you know to pick a woman or a person of color sure. something but and you know what he doesn't only not do that he picks like the guy like if you went to a police sketch artist and said draw uh, me could a you please draw me like the head of a CEO. corporate white right America the most but the exact, problem yeah. is that no woman or person of color would want to run on that I don't ticket. think that's true, though. Of no, no, no. Of yeah. No, you can no, no, absolutely it would find be somebody. The, but, but they wouldn't have any honesty because they would... But they, I'm just saying if what you're looking is to sort of expand, which I would think you would be, which kind of leads back to... We can talk about this later, which will include the the Molina Gate thing, well, which is the idea that, that the whole thing is a Clinton conspiracy, that his whole candidacy from the get-go was in you order to You seem like the type to right. be into no, that. No, I, I, okay. I I'm not saying that I believe that. I'm just saying there is... There I is, dig it. There's, I mean, you're right. And when we talk about the Molina Gate, okay, yeah. that that does come into play. Unreal. Um, so, also, Jane Quare cannot take the bus because I do not give her money. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, oh, ben, and also dirty, ill-gotten money. No, yeah. she was also banned off of all MTA uh, buses and and trains because That's of true. the incident. Because all you know the incident. Yeah. The incident. We don't talk about that. Um, and, she climbed inside the gasoline tank. <laughs> oh. Quare. Oh, and then did you see this this selfie? I like the way it smells. Oh my god! Did, you you hid in her purse. I'm one of those people who like how gasoline smells. <laughs> how weird am I? Reminds you of your childhood and how your parents used to are the prisoners. Yes, the how prison they that, how, yeah. That it reminds bed. me of my childhood when yeah. my parents were burned alive in front of me, <laughs> and the only thing I had to comfort me was the movie Wed State. You know, it's funny. You know, we criticize Queer, but really, she's been the fact that she's still standing here is quite a testament. I'm essentially Dexter. You're essentially. Are you uh, familiar with the I show am. Dexter? Yeah, How hey, he Quare. became a what? Just can you just hold it in just for a second. Oh, Sally, okay. five minutes of silence. Back in five the purse. Of silence. Back in the purse. Five no. minutes of silence for you. Silence. Um, did you see this the, over the weekend that Paul Ryan posted that, that selfie of himself in front of the... No, is it sexy as fuck? It, it's all, it's, it's so in front white. of uh, the, uh, the interns, the congressional interns, and he says, I think this is the largest, you know, most number of uh, interns in one selfie. And you look at it, it's like a, it's a sea. So, somebody of said whites? somebody said I had to put on sunglasses. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, I know, and and you just look at it. And oh, by the way, if you want to tweet in, we're at Nooner Podcast, uh, and we're at Nooner Podcast at Gmail dot com and Nooner Podcast dot Tumblr dot. They're all like, "Hey, can we get the whole front row to be you women?" Know, and, no, but it's Please? also it. But you know, it's so tone deaf because, like, if he had any. Th- thought he would have like they're like there's like two asian guys in the back and like there one, is a, there one is a, black woman there is an african and they, you would yeah. if he had any yeah, thought, like you right would have been front. like hey 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 well, the only yeah, reason yeah, that yeah. happened is because the african-american person had to ride in the back of the bus and so they got oh, oh come on didn't it's the republican I mean, it was general yeah. seating it, that, that is not it, not assigned seating he just showed up late black people Oh, God bless you. Jesus I'm so sorry. Christ. So hard holding that this up myself. Is crazy. Thank you so much I for can't, sharing. Look, I'm trying to point load. out the, the, the racism in <laughs> the other load, side, and you're just that racist embracing load. it. Racist I wanted load. to blow my racist load quick. Oh, man, yeah, the picture is like 99.44% like ivory pure white. It's and farts and shit. 
Sorry, keep talking. No, and you're taking over my no. job of interrupting Marty. Oh my God, you're, you're not even me today. I haven't been. I haven't been here in a couple weeks. Go. I know. Okay, <laughs> and then you've got Roger Ailes, the head of Fox News, being ushered out the door because of his, you know, sexual, sexual harassment cr- yeah. claims. Uh, you know, nothing is. Uh, Set until it's proven, you know, in the court of law. But the fact that the the corporate giants, the corporate masters, are kicking him out, the the Murdochs, because um, um, of his competition. It because just, no, because Mur- it, no. Murdoch doesn't want anyone. That no, it's because they know it's true, right? And so it so it makes you so excited about this convention, and then you see these, you know, these uh, pro these interview the, uh, of these. People in costumes out in front, and you know, and and marching, and you know, at the, of the RNC. You know, I just, haven't seen a bunch of the oh, footage, and I've had to clear my mind. And of these then you've kind got like things. Scott Bayo and Anthony Sabato Jr. Like, like the, oh the my God, celebrities. Scott Baio. Oh my God! And, <laughs> and then Anthony Sabato Jr. is like, he said that uh, Obama is a hundred percent a Muslim. We've had a Muslim mm-hmm. president for se- seven and a half years. A so what? So and what? B, yeah. there's no evidence to support yeah. that. That's the best Muslim president that, I ever that is, seen. That is just the picture of ignorance. Here's the deal. Don't don't let actors or underwear models or whatever the fuck he is talk. Don't let them talk. Yeah. And, uh, and unless we it's have, a podcast. And we we can look forward to we can look forward to yeah. Like exactly. don't let them talk. On that note, bye-bye. I have something to say. <laughs> yeah. Like come on. Oh, I mean, talk where people are listening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then you've got like hello listeners. We have to Natalie Golbus to look forward to. Like who the fuck is that? She's like the, a professional golfer who's like number three hundred seventy-three in the, the world. The whole thing is pretty sad. It's true. And but it was just capped off last night with this speech. It, and you guys maybe Clint Eastwood will come back and talk to another chair. That was that was kind of an interesting moment. I'd love something like that. Oh, oh did yeah. you see when Stephen Colbert, like in his uh, yeah. Hunger Games outfit, like? Took to the stage and took the mic and started uh, doing his Hunger Games bit in the RNC floor, and they escorted him out. And he says, "I know I have no business on being on this stage, but neither does Donald Trump." Is that real? Yeah, no. It's, it's Stephen it Colbert was... crashed and like just ran up on stage, and he only got to talk for like a minute. Oh, but bless he was his like, heart. he had like the full Hunger Games hair and was like, "Welcome to the," you know, like doing a Hunger Games thing, oh, and then he got escorted off stage. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I love so, him. Melania Trump. She, That's ballsy. She had her big speech last night. and Just really fast. Go yes, on. Senor Smoke. It is me. Your ears are not just getting creamy. It's so funny. I actually, Ew. I was actually listening to her and thinking, wow, she's, she's articulate and well-spoken. And, and uh, her wow, arms are, look great. She looks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She exactly makes me want to eat better. Look, I know. And then you find out that the whole thing was lifted from, from Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. my favorite just, piece of news so last great. night. I'm just so great. I, I was on my way to bed and I was like, caught that. And I was like, that is the best. And here, I'm just I was gonna, tipsy I'm from a great dinner and I was like, ah, oh, and then this. The dessert. What, what's this? Mm, oh, decadence. Here it goes. Love it. Rock and I were raised this with so many of the same values. My parents impressed on me the values. Like, you work hard for what you want in life. That you work hard for what you want in life. So great. That your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do. That your word is your bond, and you do what you say. That you treat people with dignity and respect. That you treat people with respect. Because 
We want our children and all children in this nation oh my God. It to know just, that because we want our children just, in this nation to know so it's absolutely only limits. Like, so I, here's what I think you, what is going on. So Melania, you know, she's from um, where is she from again? Uh, Moldavia, I think. Um, that so she, Moldavia. Did you just say Moldavia? Is that the yeah. right? Is that a place? Uh, is it Moldovia? Moldovia. Sorry, yeah. that's a real Moldovia. place. Uh, but Either she's that's not where real. she's from. Where? If you want to know where she's from, just um, Russia, uh, basically. Okay, Darren cool, 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 cool. Tweet in. Um, she a communist? But I really I think so. that it's because, like, she just thought, okay, so I have to do this speech. Oh, oh, this is the speech that first ladies do. So I'm just going to do There's this. No one. way that that's what happened. Here's what happened. Yeah. There's a speechwriter in the Donald Trump campaign that's trying right. to take it down from the inside. That's right. That's what I thought. Too. That's absolutely. Hey, Giselle's here. Hey, good morning. Giselle. Yay. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's nice to see you. I thought, yeah, they have what you call those a mole. A mole. They have a mole. Sab- a saboteur. A, mole. a saboteur. Yeah. That's, That's a good word. Saboteur. Well, they need to make sure that mole is not cancerous. They should take a look at it and make sure that it's, they know it's, who growing, it's inside. growing inside. That's right. They yeah. know who wrote that, though. So, like, I wonder, like, if they're going to... But right now, they're just saying... Well, those are common words. People. Those are common words yeah, you would on say. on the surface. And they say... Uh, they ask one of the head of the campaign, and they don't... He don't answer by answering the actual... Accusation of plagiarism. He say, well, Hillary feels threatened by another lady, so she just lashing out personally. And the media's behind her. So that's what they say in public. But behind the scene, you think they probably all scrambles and going, what the hell happened? What happened? Who Who did this? Heads is going to roll off. Then one of them is like... Yeah. Backwards toward the door. I like, don't know. I'm not with her. I know, but, uh, well, just like, like I said, that just the idea that I was I like, like listening to her, and in the one moment I'm listening to her going, oh my god, why have they been hiding this woman away? She's like sharp and articulate. She's and an really, immigrant. She's but that's what I'm saying. This is my whole point. My whole point. That's exactly my point. My point is that I'm watching she's her, Slovenian. and I'm going, and I'm, and I'm going, uh, I'm going. Wow, what, why have they been hiding her away? What, a, what an elegant and well-spoken woman. And then you find out. She's just reading. She's she's Michelle Obama, you know, yeah. essentially per, plant, portraying Michelle Obama. That's yeah. pretty was, incredible news. Yeah. Oh, it was. It just made me so happy. More, like, more, yeah. more things like this. And so it, it makes me, you know, of course, like whatever. We're all uh, pretty liberal on this table, but um, except John, except for John, no, uh, but. You know, then the Pretty the Democratic convention convention <laughs> is coming up right right afterwards, and you just know that there's going to be some sort of shit show that happens there. That was that well, it's conservatives just so, it's and Fox so News arrogant. is going to it's just, just jump so around about fucking. It's such an arrogant thing to do. It's such a sort of condescending thing to do for to the American people, right? That you would do something like that, and, and in this day and age, where absolute social media and the internet, that you could somehow <clears throat> get away with that. Is so. Arrogant. I thought about that. I was like, you know, if this was twenty years ago, they might would have gotten away. With she it. probably would have gotten away with yeah. it. But yeah. you can't fuck around. Well, now. No, it, no. If it happened three months later. There would be like a tiny page four story of like yeah. you know some researcher found yeah, in yeah, yeah. in some archives, you know. But you know, uh, the NPR radio had on. LA That's redundant. Had on uh, what? National they, Public Radio Radio. Yeah, he's at okay. the ATM machine. I'm glad you point that out to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> Thank you. I was so afraid of sounding stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> he said you was an idiot and that was redundant. That was redundant. <laughs> Let's just take it from the top of the show. And then you said that he was an show. idiot and that's redundant. <laughs> I don't get so it. So the NPR radio program. NPR Radio Public National. The National Public Radio Program, NPR. National Public Radio Program. They had on the radio program today a lady who was a Trump supporter. And I'm really glad she was on there because, you know, I like to, my belief is we got to figure out a way to work together. That's what we have to do. Agreed. So I was glad to hear this lady's point of view. She is uh, worried about crime. She is worried about terrorism. And uh, she is worried about uh, border security, um, these things. They ask her uh, politely, have you had personal experiences with these issues? And she said, no, she has not had personal issues with them. She get a little defensive. She say, no one in my family has been murdered, but still I'm against murder. Mm. So, but, uh, oh, zing. Well, she does get a little Crushed bit defensive. Yeah. But I was thinking. And then she killed uh, the interviewer. I think that, do you think it's because of our media culture and because we like the excitement of hearing about murders and mayhem mm-hmm. that we're getting more fearful? Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, partly maybe Trump is so successful because everybody's pretty freaked out and fearful, even if they have not have personal experience. They're hearing about it all the time in the news. Uh, people is more uh, fearful than they should be. I think what do you think? You're right. But I also think that um that Trump since he's not in my opinion a very educated voice on these problems and he's sort of just giving out blanket statements that like your drunk uncle could also give out <laughs> like and his solutions to crime and terror that because he's in a position of power if he you're has a the, microphone yeah if you're no. the type of person and there's no there's nothing wrong with being this type of person if you're the type of person who wants change and and you know watches the news and gets afraid that's fine and you know yourself that you can't do anything about it so you look to political leaders to fix it, then there might be some appeal to him if if you can, if all the stupid shit he says doesn't bother you. But, you know, like, it, it should it should still bother these people. It should bother them a lot. Yeah, well, I think... To, but it doesn't to, because to, yeah. what they're, they're, you know, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're, it's they're okay. there to be 100% supportive, you know. You're, yeah, like, you're... If if it fucking scares the shit out of you that people are dying in Paris and that people, you know, are getting murdered here and, you know, that ISIS fucking scares the shit out of you and whatever, fine. But, like, it's it's just so a little bit one-track-minded to me because well, you're not seeing the big... Obviously, Hillary Clinton cares about ISIS, too. She's not threatening to go She's to war. She's part of ISIS, I think. She is a member, I think. Sure, ISIS, yeah. I, know she is. I just, I just, just read that. I read that on contrary. a blog. That's all. Just being no. contrary. I made that up. <laughs> I'm trying to like politely not 
call someone who supports Trump stupid. No, because I don't want no, I don't no, no, want to no. call well, someone I stupid. Think to, I think to Giselle's point, to Giselle's point is is that uh, all, you know all of us get kind of mired down in the sort of in the sort of most mundane aspects of all of this, and we lose sight of the higher the higher issue, which is how what are we going to do to work together to to move forward. As a as a nation, what are we going to? How are we going to do that? And we're certainly not going to do that by sort of further becoming divisive and not like you may disagree with Trump supporters or Trump's message or whatever, you know, which which I which I do certainly yeah. for you know for the most part. But at the same time, I go like if I were talking to a person, when I was talking to someone one on one, and they said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm afraid of of you know crime. I think the crime is really you wouldn't you wouldn't then say to them, well, you're an idiot.'" You know, no, never. You would, right. you would no, you never would. You would say, "Oh well, I am empathetic, and I your your fear of crime is real to me. I can relate to that." Sure. Huh, let's let's talk. Let's t- have a conversation about how you might address right. that. As and, and instead of, "Oh, I see, you're wearing a, the wrong color shirt." You know, so whatever I you say, am. and I, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, you. I'm wearing I, an I orange shirt. Today. Which is red? Red is a Republican, and blue? red is Republican. Okay, yeah. And I'm orange today. You're, oh, oh, that's nice. So you're not quite a Republican. You're on the fence. You're sort of. <laughs> I think that it's saying. also the thing and of like, blue. and I'm yeah. blue. Uh, if you if you just like, okay, I know I'm afraid of crime, but I don't know what to do about it. But this guy up here with the mic who's yelling seems to know how to seems to know what to do about it, and he's yelling about it a lot more than this person. So. Like, I think I heard actually on NPR as well this morning was like, the na- what does it stand for? The national, national radio, pub, uh, public radio, national public radio, radio national, program. Yeah. So program. national program. That's NPRP. Uh, yeah. NPRPR. NPRPRPR. <laughs> yeah. That's what and it is. And they have like their PR department, which is the NPRPRPR. If you go to their building, there's like a cardboard sign with the extra like letters taped next to it. It looks like shit. Yeah. Um, they but, have budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, not enough people are donating. No, Ira Glass can't do this by himself, you That's guys. Exactly He's right. only one man. He's just one man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, Which, I heard I heard something. It was like that. There's just people who are just seeking out. Like they're afraid of these things that are happening, and so they're seeking out. And you I know would, the one, uh, one one strong man to come and fix and I, everything, and, and that was the sentence: one strong man to fix which is, everything. Which is fine, and I, I would rather focus on that fear and 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 fi- like finding a common ground with that person. I would, to me, there's this sort of meta kind of you know like what you know in the end, in the end, this is like if you went out into space and looked at the Earth, this stuff is all just like lava. There's a higher. We're all kind of. Whatever, there's a collective conscience and we're all kind of just atoms and we're like one organism, yada, yada, yada. And all of these things are kind of a bigger thing than Republicans and Democrats and whatever. This is a small little tiny thing and we get mired down in that and we lose track of like who we are like as beings, as sentient beings and as part of a whole. The fear that is in... Uh, those people is in you, That's and the right. violence that is in other people is in you, That's and exactly the arrogance right. that is in you is in other people. That's right. We yeah. all have these things in us. That's right. I try to think about that when I think about the way I talk and the my beliefs that I have. There is there are people, even in my family who think that I sound as stupid as I think they that, sound. That's exactly right. So it's kind of, yay, thank you. And are you as stupid as you sound? No, fuck okay. no, they're dumb. <laughs> but like, 
And I think, I, yeah, 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 yeah. But one thing we talk about on, actually, behind the scenes on this show, when we've had, like, you know, just sort of loud discussions, is that, and, and one of the thing, parts of improv and just being um, a good human being is listening. That's and right. like What's and, that? And then in this, uh, and, like, we were talking last week, and we were yeah. saying that in, or actually, I think you missed it in the beginning, but I was just saying, like, as someone who's not black and who hasn't been victimized by the police, I'm happy to just shut the fuck up and listen, and and listen and and be and, uh, contemplative before, like, I start saying, you're, "No, here's what should happen." Like, you know, I just want to absorb these things Once first. Once you listen, then what? Then what do you do after you've listened? Well, I'm have still a listening. Snack. Have well, a snack. I was saying, yeah. just keep just that's, listen that's, and never stop listening. No, I'm have still, a snack. That's a good example of. Snack. That's a good example of an issue that I feel fear about that hasn't directly affected me because I am fortunate that I have not been harassed by the police and that I haven't, you know, like, whatever. That's something that doesn't directly affect me, but that's something that scares me. That's something that I feel passionate about and that needs to change. But so I, I would probably listen to any sort of leader who offered a good solution, you know? Yeah. Like when you're afraid of ISIS and you don't know what to do about it, Donald Trump's saying he's going to blow up all of them. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. He seems to care about this as much as I do. You know, it's like, that's how I feel about Black Lives Matter. When I have, when there's politicians and people who are actually doing shit, like how our governor is doing shit about gun control in this state and he's doing shit about these, you know, police brutality, I'm like, cool, thanks. Awesome, Jerry Brown, or uh, that's our governor, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He, if not now, it was. Do we have a brown governor? No, yes. he's white. Oh, His yeah. aura smiles and never frowns. We got that uh, Eric Eric Garcetti. A, yeah, he's that cool. Fake Latino, I love him. He's not fake Latino. I know, he, but I, he you know, still I, sounds I used, silly. I used, to speak Spanish. I used to date his sister. Did you really? Yeah, Dana. Yeah. Are you serious? That's what I asked you. If you know Dana, when? I asked you, do you know Dana? You dated, yeah. and you know she's married. She's so married to an Asian guy, so I'm just saying and she's because I was like, you know, you know Dana. I do know Dana, and then I was like, and you were like, I said, do you know Dana? And you were like, I know lots of Danas. I missed your point. I'm oh sorry. My God, that's so funny. Dated, yeah, Dana Bolt, uh, Bolt. Yeah, well, she wasn't then. She was. You've dated everybody. I really have. It's kind of crazy. It's a weird thing. But she's a, the, she is the best. We had we had a great time. She's awesome. Yeah. She's absolutely awesome. She speaks do Thai. Our impression of you, how angry you sounded about that. Uh, oh, you sorry. got the new blouse. I told you. If I, that's why I asked you if you wanted me to get a new blouse. <laughs> I did not know you was gonna get the new blouse. Yeah, dude, I tried to bring it up earlier. I was getting a new blouse. Well, it's a really pretty blouse. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it's a pretty blouse. I bought a lot of blouses. <laughs> Okay, so that's what you guys sound. So like. on their on my like second, but you guys sound respectable, and we sound like shrill monsters. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they're just being. You are. Oh, say are you on your you are who could save us. Can yeah. I say something? Go for it. About this motherfucker from Fox News. By the way, we didn't. Roger yeah. this, the, uh, who who is not, who is still the head of the news department? Here's what's at up. This moment. So. We need it's not even the news department. Us. He's the news court. This is a yeah. this the guy who's getting all this sexual harassment. Whatever. Roger Ailes. This is such a small. This is such a small story compared to Taylor Swift right now. 
Yeah, okay. right. So, and yeah. so, can you explain the Taylor Swift story for everybody who doesn't like Taylor Swift? Isn't a teenage girl? Uh, no, but like, no, no, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's a big thing. And so, Taylor Swift was um, upset about the lyrics um, in Kanye West's song about her and the famous song. Um, and so she was, you know, he, she was upset that he was calling her that bitch and that stuff bitch, like yeah. that. And so then Kanye or then Kim Kardashian released it, the lyric is, I, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. Yeah. So that's his lyric. No. Yeah. I, I think that song in that video is disgusting. I didn't finish it, you know, whatever. Um, cause, and that was actually the line that I was kind of like, I don't need to watch this. Like, it, this is it's just too much. Like I like Kanye West's music, but like that line for me, I was kind of like, I don't care to hear this. I don't care to watch ten minutes of. But this. isn't isn't that kind of the essence of Kanye That's, yeah, West? It, totally. That's yeah. the but essence where's of the, it. What, That's what what the scandal is? I, yeah. I get it yeah. totally. And I and you know whatever. It's a, it's a cheap it's a cheap uh, uh, win. You know, I mean, that's kind of what he's about. He's like, let's do incendiary things and but let's. You heard the scandal, though, right? So okay, so here's yeah. the scandal: is Kim Kardashian posted on Snapchat videos that mm-hmm. she took of Kanye West on the phone with Taylor Swift a few months ago. Running the lyric by her. No, not running the lyric by her, but running, running yeah. the specific lyric by her. That's right. Running the specific but not one. Not that one, not the No, but it was, the, it was the a one different. Of like, I think me and uh, Taylor will, could still could, have could sex. Could still have sex. Like and the then lyric, just that. The lyric was a little bit different. It wasn't the same lyric, but it was a little bit different. And you can see the phone call, like Taylor's was like, you know, I really appreciate you reaching out to me. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of respect for me. And, like, and then Kanye's like, yeah, I just respect you as a friend. Was it on was it a speakerphone? Yeah, it was on uh, speakerphone. Uh, so that's, that did he happened. Did tell her that you're on speakerphone? No, he never told her that she was being recorded. That's kind of gross. Well, that, that, was that, it that, take place in California? Yes. It's so, illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. It's yeah. illegal. So... But so the internet's blowing up, and like you know, and people I guess, taking either side, and not people really, taking either side, regardless or, of the facts. But like a lot of people too, like are like celebrating this downfall of Taylor Swift, whether it's this scandal or the fact that she broke up with Calvin Harris and now is dating Tom Hiddleston or whatever. After writing a, a song for Calvin Harris. After writing a song for blah 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 blah, blah. and it's like, who gives a shit about this? Like this, this is. God damn it. Okay, and I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. I don't like her big army of white models. I don't like that anyways. I don't think her, that... Her, her crew? No, what? Her, yeah, her, her hey, little John, posse. We got a uh, note about talking with uh, eating in front of the mic. Yeah. So... Wait, what's that have to do with me? I don't know. idea. People don't like it. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah, yeah they like somebody it. wrote in and asked us not to do it. That's why I've been leaning back the whole time. Yeah, John has never leaned back away from the microphone. It's very, it's very foreign <laughs> well, to him. It's harder to interrupt people. I can't hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> you had to time your eating. In I agree. Your I could not. I have no interest in either of these people. Like I'm, you know, I'm happy for their success. Whatever. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm trying not to come directly to Taylor Swift's defense because I have problems with her and her, like I said, her big like posse of white models that she fucking rolls around with and i feel like she not that i not that anyone has to force her to have like friends of friends color. of color but like you know you're photog- this podcast should be called friend oh i'm just the only oh no you and i are friends of color, color. Yeah. giselle's from germany <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know she's if, an immigrant they, 
Und I don't know if that Hamburg yeah. white is actually yeah. a color. Yeah, well, still. <laughs> Hamburg white. That's that special <laughs> flavor of cheese than Hamburg white. <laughs> but the point is, is that people like are jumping on. She is, Taylor Swift is a successful woman and I just don't feel like I see the same downfall and the same criticism of successful men. We're not criticizing or judging or calling John Mayer crazy and he's dated a hundred actresses right. in Hollywood. So fucking what if Taylor Swift has a bunch of boyfriends? And yeah, she, she makes a living on writing songs about them, but like that doesn't mean that she's crazy or she's controlling or she's a shitty person. And people are like relishing and loving this downfall. And I think Tom um, Hiddleston's sorry. Oh no, no. The, uh, what's the word for that? Relishing in somebody's downfall. Uh, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Oh, okay. Great. But they're Tom Hiddleston's camp because they're getting photographed all the time together. That's his, her new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He's, his camp is coming out and saying, Oh yeah, like he hates that it's been made a joke because they're getting photographed everywhere and stuff. But like, it's just placing all, it's placing all the blame on Taylor Swift as if she's some sort of fucking witch who, you know, does all this stuff. And I think it's just, it's sending a bad message to young girls and stuff that if you become too successful, as a female, you become a that target. you become a target because look at Anne Hathaway. Everyone fucking hates her now because she <laughs> cried when she got an Oscar and she's a little bit annoying. Fine. Jennifer Lawrence, people don't like her anymore because Hillary she's like both of them. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Like, I like her. People, I feel like target and attack these like women in power. And unless you're Bill Cosby and rape, X amount that's, of people. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. Because guess what? Guess who else raped people? CeeLo Green. Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna. Like this Fox News guy. Like these men are doing worse things than and not suffering any and social not consequences. suffering. Fucking meanwhile, Taylor Swift is just pissed off because she's being called a bitch in a song, and everyone's like, "Oh, she's getting taken down." Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, and it's, it makes me upset to watch. So yeah. that's it. That's my tangent. I just no, I thought about that from the Fox News guy because I feel like that's gonna go away. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. gonna go away. It's gonna blow over. No one gives a shit. Like, I, it just you shouldn't have to be the litter. Like, uh, what was that guy? Michael Vick, fucking yeah. had dogs dog like dog yeah. fights, and then what do they do? They let him back in a high, uh, into football. That other guy fucking hit his wife in a yeah. elevate. Like, fucking Christ! Like. I don't know. Whatever. No, you're right. You're right. You're, you're right. <sighs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's doubling the standard. Stop being so afraid of successful women. Right, and that's why I'm 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 happy for both of their successes, but also I just feel like, you know, when they say write what you know, all Kanye and and Taylor Swift know is like being a pop star, being famous, and dating assholes, and that's what their songs are about. So I just don't have any interest in, in their, that music. Totally. I mean, yeah. like I said, like I, I don't love Taylor Swift. I don't love Kim Kardashian. I don't love Kanye West. Like I have problems with all of them, but you know, it doesn't come with, it doesn't come from me being afraid of their success or, you know, wanting a downfall from I mean, them. most of these things are usually just a, a way for us to kind of distract a distraction away from the things that are actually important to ourselves, right? Sure. Like that's what all of that is for is to kind of pull you away from your own 
your own issues and your own, you know, it's a, yeah, just your life, your, your, own life world, your own world. It's your a, it's community, a, it's, it's, your own emotions. All of this shit. Yeah. 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 I say though that it, it affects us directly when it comes down to our politicians and the fact that I genuinely believe that if it was a male politician who had all this shit going on with the FBI and these emails and stuff like that, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal as a, they're making it with Hillary. But still, but even that, but even, yeah, I mean, and, and you, it, it, as right as you, you know, probably are about that, it, 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 that, that, it, that too is a distraction away from your own life and your own, you know, I mean, right. you know, right. I mean, so it's yeah. sort of, you know, like, like in the end, you know, we've had really shitty presidents and we've had, you know, really good ones. And here we are, you know, through all of it. You know, we're still here and, and we didn't have to move to Canada and the world's right. not blown up and whatever. It's so, so ultimately, you know, it's sort of like to think glo- globally and act locally. I think that goes on a, on a personal spiritual level as well. Well, that leads me into this, uh, oh, what I wanted to talk about. Me too. Um, there's, uh, and in ter- terms of how we Thank deal. Thank you, Tyson. He thinks I'm making excellent points. You, you, he's right. He's just trying to get in your pants. Yeah. And isn't just, Calling it me trying to distract myself from my regular. I didn't say life. just. I said. <laughs> I, I said. I said as right as you are about that. So as we face this is all, why it happens. <laughs> all as we face yeah. all these great divides and what you were talking about about dealing with you know trying to be empathetic with um, Trump supporters and, right. and just listening and all that stuff. Um, by the way, George Saunders he did a. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week, but he did a great uh, article in the New Yorker about being on the Trump t- campaign. Um, it's a really good article. Yeah, he's such a good writer. Uh, but there's this uh, podcast called Invisibilia, and it just happened to come out. You know, uh, it's it it examines the invisible forces that control human behavior, and that's their their sort of theme. And they happen. It, th- this episode happened to coincide with um, the attacks in, in Nice and um, and a bunch of other uh, terrorist attacks. But they talked about uh, flipping the script, and it. it in specifically about non-complimentary behavior. And do you want to tell the story about what, what happened in, in Denmark? The yeah, second so, largest city in Denmark, by the way. Uh, so the, uh, was it back in 2002? I uh, don't pay attention to the dates. Yeah, but something like sometime that, yeah. back, they was having a problem because a lot of young people was leaving the city and go to Syria to join terrorism. And the parents was freak out and they say uh, to the police, help us. Our kids is going. We don't know why. So these two police officers, uh, no one would help the State Department type of people would not help. But these two city police officers, they said, we're going to do something about this. It's actually 2012. Oh, 2012. I knew there was a two in it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was this millennia. <laughs> I did. I knew that. Uh, this and, is an Aarhus. Yeah. So what what they did is they they said, listen, uh, come back. We're gonna we're not going to arrest you for treason or run or doing this or that. We're gonna welcome you back. We're gonna invite you down to the police station to have a chat. And that's and yeah, that's not a euphemism. They really invite them down to have a cup of coffee and say, listen, what's going on with you? Do you need help getting? A job? Do you need help getting an apartment? Wow. Do you need help coming back and being part of our society here? 
And they, uh, one guy come back he, and they say, was you fighting for ISIS? He said, no, I was in a, uh, fighting, helping refugees. They say, but you have a bullet wound. He said, yeah, it was an accident. They, they don't really believe him, but they don't have a choice. They, they, so they decide, okay, we take his story. They help him get his bullet wound treated and they help him out. And he say, he said to himself, wow, they really helped me. He put the word out. Uh, most of the kids who left come back. And yeah, the, out of 31 Muslim men, 16 returned, um, and they convinced most of, most of them, almost all of them, to to um, to join this program. And there's yeah. a mentoring aspect to it. And the reason why they call it uh, non-complementary behavior is because it, it's not what the person expects their the if, reaction should if be. If the person is angry and they get all angry and they leave to go fight with ISIS, they're not being met with anger. Yeah, why did you join ISIS? You're going to jail. And then more anger, more anger, and then more anger, more anger. So that's called the positive feedback loop. That's a positive feedback loop. Instead, they uh, stop the loop by doing non-complementary behavior. So, So the one guy is angry they meet him with love. Uh-huh. Right. So this one teenage, like this one high schooler. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like Gandhi. No, this like, one high schooler, he was saying that, you know, I, I was, uh, it was in a debate and this, this Christian woman and this girl in his class said that, you know, all of Islam, prom- Islam promotes terrorism and that people who are, are Muslims are terrorists. And then he, so um, he started to feel, well, if you're going to call me a terrorist, fine, I will be a terrorist. Right. And, and so he was he, getting ready to go. And there's, you know, the big social circle that is available for him to join in t- to that. And oh, saying, yeah. and then they say, look at how they treat you. We accept you. And he felt like an outsider. He so didn't feel the like... the foundation of their recruitment. And he, even yeah. though he's born in Denmark, he did I not am feel Danish. whatever you say I am. Yeah. And an like, M lyric. And his... Parents, wasn't, then why would I say I am? His parents didn't know that this was even going on. The news and the paper. And so, <laughs> and this police officer take him in and say, look, you can't be part of Danish culture. And so, and he had a, a native, or a, a, a Muslim, uh, mentor, who, you know, who was Danish, take him out and like, and take him to restaurants where he'd never been to restaurants and, and see him as part, give him a home in Denmark and belonging. And creating a positive, like, positive feedback loop. Yes. I mean, if you think about like the With most love, ex- love. extreme love, example of love. that, I mean, how do you convince somebody to strap explosives on themselves and walk into a crowded area and you blow themselves them a up? You teach them a lot of feel that they are doing something exactly. important and But like what, exactly like what you're saying, I mean, what kind of person, first of all, would be susceptible to that? And second of all, how would you convince that person exactly like Ooh. what you're saying? Yeah. But, but along these lines, we, we can, we do this in our, in our, uh, interpersonal relationships because mm-hmm. if I'm in a grumpy mood and then somebody says something that pisses me off, then I grump back at them, then she, they get grumpy. Um, and furthermore, and furthermore, and who, do you, who do you call to complain about it? You don't call the person who's going to say, well, you know, they, do they have a point in any way? You call the person that's going to go, yeah, fuck that guy. That's who you call up to complain well, about that- it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm speaking about something a little different, but like, if you, if you come home and you'll, you'll see that you're not, and eventually. I got what you said, John. Yeah. Thank you. No, I get what you're saying. It's just not my point. Mm. No, but no, I'm saying no. like, if, you know, if you come at somebody aggressively, uh, a loved one or not, and they present you with love and, and flowers and whatever, you're going, you it stops you. 
And in fact, they, they mentioned, you should all listen to that, that episode, but they mentioned a very, you know, potentially violent situation that was disrupted because they, they treated this violent person with, uh, with compassion. And I think that that is, um, the, the thing that about it is that it's, it's hard to do. It requires a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we have to have, have these mentors who have to, to work at it and we have to, have these coffee sit downs with people and that t- takes time. And if one person goes bad, then, then the whole thing is, is considered, you know, a, a failure in, in the public's eye. So then it brings it kind of back to these Americans, like that guy who shot everyone in Orlando, who want to identify with ISIS or those guys who bombed the Boston Marathon. Right. How on earth, like, Think about how isolated you must feel when it's not a Christian girl and her mom in your classroom. It's someone running for president that's making you feel that way. It's making you feel like and supporting and having followers to put all the Muslims on a list and or even all this or or label Black Lives Matter a terrorist group. Exactly. A a violent Uh, group. Absolutely. Or or tell Hispanics that they're rapists. And And I think meeting these groups with anger and marginal, more marginalization mm-hmm. is just going to make more it's, anger it, it, and more and, marginalization. And it, it we, it. we have to meet them with love. But it requires I, I think a, love, social programs, uh, listening groups. But it's it's and like Marty's saying that, that that that's harder. It's harder, yes. and also it requires faith and trust, and people don't have that. Like so, no. you know, like telling a, a a black person to have put faith and trust in the police that. That requires a big hurdle, you know, and, and yeah. probably vice versa. And there versa. are police officers that are making a big effort to... Most of them. Yeah, most of, most them. of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's amazing, and I love seeing those... It's so important, but that doesn't change the fact that it, it, it hasn't stopped yet. But, you know, it's, it's just... I think that this is so cool that they're doing that in Denmark, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, well, Denmark's a small country, but like... And we're a big country, but this is not an impossible thing no. for us to we're do here. We're a big here. country, but we have lots of small cities. Lots of small cities, lots of small states. And despite what you see on the news, there's a lot of people who care, too. And yeah. so... But, just, and, but people wonder, what, what can we do? And I think this, this is something that people can do. People can be active and engage with... Uh, Anybody who's marginalized, whether it be policemen or whether it be black people or whether it be Muslims, you know. And also on the other side and, of and it. And LGBT. That, that there or needs Taylor to be... Swift being marginalized. Engage with her. Embrace her. Yes. Make her feel like she belong. Yes. To more than just a posse of white models. Of white, rich models. I'm telling you, man. Where are the I'm Haim not girls? my favorite person, but. The Haim, they're, they're not models and, and they're Jewish. That's something, right? The band. What? Sure. Yeah. Who? That's, that's something. That's that's something. Her, those are her black friends. I yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to get into it. Okay. I okay. don't. And you 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 already got into it. I already got, got into it. I've, I've been getting a lot of tweets. Oh, compliment a lot my of bill, my bill rant. Yes, yes. And Jane is on your side. Jade Lynn's on your hot side. It's it's I, a good thing. By the thing. way, I'm also, I'm not getting any tweets for whatever reason. I'm on your Wi-Fi and I'm not getting anything. And I I'm, I'm not complaining. Oh. I'm just as a matter of information. So. If you are listening and you are tweeting me or you're mentioning me and I'm not responding, <laughs> please forgive me because I'm, I'm. Don't, el- don't go pandering for, for, I'm just for saying tweets. I don't know. Every, right. nobody, nobody tweet at John. I Absolutely don't want do anybody. Not tweet at John. Account refresh is not available. I mean, this is the messages I'm getting. So. 
All right. I don't know what's going. I've restarted my phone. I've no, hooked up no. with your Your phone is Wi-Fi. feeling marginalized. Cannot retrieve messages at this time. Please oh, try tell, again later. Tell me more your phone about what love. your phone says. Sorry, John. Yeah. Embrace your phone. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a, um, there is a drug treatment program called Craft. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's community reinforcement. Um, oh, geez. You'd think I should bring that up, uh, beforehand, but. Um, Community reinforcement after fucking. Um, yeah, go on. C R A F. What are you doing? Um, no, it's c- community reinforcement and family training. Family and training. you know how when uh, when you watch Intervention, like it, it, it. Have you guys seen that show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know they they have all the family there, and they're confronting the other person, saying, "If you don't do this." We're going to cut you off. Mm. And the intervention rate is not very high, or the success rate of interventions is not very high. I wouldn't think it would be. No. Because um, my, my understanding of, all of, of addiction and is that uh, you, you, you only change when you're ready to change. And also, it feeds into that, posi- that, that positive feedback loop. If, if they think That's I'm an right. addict, then fuck it. That's I'm going to exactly be that right. addict. I agree. And, yeah. and so that, I think this ties into this, uh, this non-complimentary behavior. But if you embrace them with kindness and, um, and then basically the, you know, I don't know all of it. Uh, my sister did a documentary about it and I actually worked on it a little bit. Um, your sister hired you for one of her projects? <laughs> uh, yeah, to transcribe well, some interviews. <laughs> Well, you got to start somewhere. Like it's like being in the mail room or something. You know? Yeah, and uh, but basically, you know, you your family and community they listen to you, and then when you're engaging in behavior rather than heighten it, you disengage from that, and then and then you create when there's positive behavior, then you then you engage with that, and so it sort of builds on itself. But it's similar to what we were just talking about. But it's a lot of fucking work. And well, and I think it also involves uh, uh, on the part of the of the non-addict of the of right, the, right. It, it involves it, training, well, it, yes, and it and it involves uh, releasing results because I mean we we tend to be like, well, I want to take actions that will result in this person doing what I want them to do. Right. And but when you look at the actual numbers, yeah, craft, never work. You no, know, craft is twice as effective as a twelve-step program. In, in terms of numbers, you well, know. people respond in, well, first of all, it's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Radio Network. Wait, wait, wait. Open up your purse and let, let, uh. Oh, fucker. Oh. Hate her. <laughs> uh, queer's a good example of this though. Cause I've offered queer community and that's how she's been able to rehabilitate back into society after prison. Nice. But people respond well to community and feeling like they belong and, I think that that's how, I mean, drug addiction and a lot of these things get started is loneliness or boredom or feeling like you're not, you know, you're not accepted. Right. I, I mean, obviously there's a pretty big difference, but like going to ISIS because they are making you feel accepted, you know, is the same sort of, I guess, mental leap that someone could make for going to live in a heroin house. Yeah, it's true. You know, you're looking that, to, not you're, like a rehab house, but, but like an abandoned church that's you're, filled you're filling a void. You you're know, filling you're, a void. Well, and you look around and you, you're not reminded of your, you know, of your shortcomings because you're just surrounded by people who are in the same boat. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, my friend Fred told me, I think I have mentioned this before. I don't remember. My friend Fred told me about a, a 
society of people, I think, uh, like a tribe or something, a, a little more rural uh, than we I'm live. Sorry, a little more rural. Uh, but when one of them uh, transgress, do something bad, what they do is everybody gather around that person and they everybody say what they love about that person. We're not going to do that. Today, they do a no. love circle. Why not? Because why aren't we going to do that? Um, What's what problem do you have with so, us? So don't stop touching me. <laughs> so um, okay. isn't that oh, interesting? That's how they. They don't say, oh, you was bad, you bad, you wrong, you bad. They, they surround and, and give a love bomb. Can I say though that there's probably, there has to be some sort of exceptions to these rules because on the other side of it, like. Yeah, yeah. people who is dangerous, we sometimes need to sequester them away. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we need know. healthy and, communities. And, and when it healthy comes, families. when it comes down to police officers, uh, executing innocent black people, they need to be punished Absolutely. and not and not but have not not if they innocent white people they should be not punished for Well, when they're innocent killing white. innocent white people? Yeah, that should be Yeah, okay. no, they should be punished for that too. Oh, that one too. Uh, um, but that's not happening is that. The point is is that these and they probably are getting punished for that more often. I mean, look at that Brock Turner case and like how and how he was treated by the rapist from yeah, Stanford. I, I know who he is. I'm just wondering how that, that doesn't involve the police, though. It's it involves the, the, the system, justice system the justice and how system. he's getting six months. Yeah, because institutional he ha- racism. Yeah, because he has so much to lose. And then there's an example of a white, or uh, sorry, a black guy who raped a woman, and he's going to jail for. 15, 20 years. Well, yeah. And, we, OJ, we and OJ about. went free, you know. I mean, I think, I think it has more to do with sort of how much money you have and how much privilege you have than what color well, you have. Oh, you know who has more privilege? Stri- White people. Okay, well, so then when we're just quibbling over numbers or something, I mean, if the system, the system is, uh, OJ Simpson was a black guy that was, you know, went free because he had a bunch of dough. Um, and also he was very, uh, much a part of the white community. Very much a part of the white community. Absolutely. Um, and also, Evan, he had a brilliant lawyer. Yeah, who, a whole bunch who, of them. Who, yeah, and a televised, you yeah, know, media media circus. circus talking about racism and actually using this sort of institutionalized racism that's very real to the advantage As, of OJ Simpson, especially which, in light of the Rodney King verdict, which is not necessarily a good thing. No. because I do believe that OJ Simpson killed his wife. Well, of course, no, there's no question. Uh, but and Ron Goldman, and Ron Goldman, but I mean, they just happened to be served up a racist do you, white cop. Do you think? And, do you think that there will come a day when he will finally just admit it that he did it? He basically. No, did. I, I know. I no, know. No, he basically I think, did. He wrote I think that he's book convinced and, himself that he hasn't done it. But yeah. Um, uh, Evan like, Cardi says something like that live inside you for your whole life. He's a crazy person. He's, yeah, he, he, yeah. he's a person who's capable of murder. So who knows what yeah, goes Don, on? I mean, look head. at Donald Trump. He believes every goddamn thing coming out of his I fucking mouth. I don't think mouth. he does. I don't think that's true. Well, no, I don't think he does. I think, I don't he's, think he he's only thinking of one thing. Yeah. He's just thinking of something. He's like he's like a child. Can't even sneak into another movie theater at the multiplex without having a heart attack. Um, yeah, Evan Cardi so <laughs> Evan Cardi says you are well, all you are weak crushing you're a loser <laughs> you are all crushing the social commentary today hey, thanks, yeah. so uh, what Actually, level Evan said something earlier when we were talking about how people respond to fear with the Trump supporters and he said um, but this guy over here is yelling more or yelling about it more you're right and this is another good comparison to Hitler um, 
what Ooh. level of Pokemon are you on? Pokemon Go. Oh, gosh. Um, I think like I'm only on like level six. I haven't been playing that much because I had a really big audition last week. How many points do you have? Week and what was your big audition for? I can't talk about it. That's how big it is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is it still alive? Uh, as far as I know. Hey, that's good. Is it a snuff film? Is that why you can't talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Is it for... Nor a, will she afterwards. A, com- a, <laughs> yeah. a commercial or a show or show. movie? Oh, a show. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so how much okay, can you talk about it? I don't know. What can you say? Nothing. Just say one thing that you're allowed to say about it. I had fun at the audition. Netflix. <laughs> oh. Um, yay. <laughs> and then we get this call. This is Netflix's like, violent season, apparently. Your phone just starts ringing. Um, you mentioned uh, something yeah. and you signed something. It's dead. Yeah. Uh, Giselle, what yeah. level are you on in Pokemon? I'm at the level of, I've played it once. I loved it. I'm in full support of it. <laughs> and still talk about it. I'm standing on the sidelines cheering everybody on. Totally how I feel. That I love it. It's cute and I... I haven't had time have, to get into it, but I think it's just But have you great. watched the videos of people like walking into traffic and there's like... There's some sure. negative things. Yeah. Sure. But with every good... Like, yeah, there's some good and negative in everything. You know? Yeah. Okay. Wa- at least when you, walking. When you are, uh, That's we're, true. When you were at your hippie fair... Yes. So when you were up at your hippie fair, how many? That's exactly right. How many? How many kids were playing? A lot, including my own. And 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 there were times where I would be, I would look back, and one of my kids would be wandering off, like you know, away, (laughs) and like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, there's like a thing over here, a squirtle I need, or whatever it is. A squirtle. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I have one uh, of those. Squirtle. I I found I found it to be, you know, and obviously I'm a parent and so i'm like you know old and i'm i'm uh, judgmental but it is it is yet another isolating you know app that that pulls my kids away from the you. group well away from me and no and, and everyone else they're not they're not in, engaging with anybody they're 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 it's it's a, it's an isolating solitary are they not engaging with other people who are around who are playing pokemon no, maybe on the app. But what do you mean, like, like? Well, because I've, I've, from what I understand, because I, at first, had the same thought as you, which is, oh man, this is another video game that's going to get people buried in their phones. Until I was like, oh, it's forcing me to go outside right now, mm-hmm. so that's cool. I have to actually like move in order to play this game. And then on top of that, I've been hearing like, because I haven't played it that often, but I've been hearing stories and stories and stories and stories and stories of people who. They go to public places, like if you go to like, you know, the fucking Americana or the Glendale Galleria, and there's all kinds of people around playing Pokemon because there's a lot of little Pokemon stops or whatever there using Google Maps. And people end up talking to each other. Like, you know, one group of like maybe two group of people will be like, hey, guys, there's a Charizard over here. And then these other people will go, OK, cool. And then you end up seeing these big groups of people travel together and, and hang out. When you get, saw that video hot. of the hundreds of people like in Central Park, just like sprinting for chasing after some monster. Yeah. I I was like, that's I didn't think, oh, these people are fucking idiots. It was like kind of fun. Like people were getting into the spirit of it. It was. And it's a big bonus. If somebody um, who, who who you meet up doing that have is different from you, different mm-hmm. beliefs, different perspective on life, then look, you belonging together. Yeah, everybody want a big bonus. Yeah, and some of those people might even be Trump supporters. Exactly. Oh my goodness! It's, I was down to my mom came into Pokemon town for gonna he- save the country. <laughs> probably, my mom was in town for one night. And we went and had dinner in Burbank and we were downtown Burbank and my mom's like, my God, 
She's like, why the, why are there so many people here? It's like, I was like, well, it's Saturday night. And she was like, no, but there's not usually this many people here. And so we go out, we park and then we walk into the restaurant and I see it's all these little clumps of people playing Pokemon. So I turn it on. I was like, oh yeah, this place is, as they say, lit right now with Pokemon. I, and I will, so I, I will tell you, I, I, and I, and I know that I'm a, a, a reactionary in this way, mm-hmm. but when large groups of people are moved by a single, uh, uh, force, I, I often, get I get nervous. Yeah. And I, why do you get I don't nervous? know why Giselle, I just some feelings that I have, uh, from having paid attention to history. <laughs> well, well I'm sorry, my accent's very bad. I, people, I, I people, en- people enjoy it, and so far it's kind. not pushing any political agenda. And there's a lot of people who have like diagnosed anxiety. Well, and not depression. yet. Not yet. There's no political agenda. I said not yet. No, I okay, said good. it hasn't right. been doing it yet. That's right. But there's been a lot of people South with Park get them all, this. get them all on board, and then the fucking real message starts coming through. There's people with diagnosed anxiety and depression or like veterans from like Iraq and things like that. And people who do not leave the house who have been saying like this, like I'm, I'm diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And the fact that I was out all weekend with my friends is unbelievable. That's because you? No, no, no. This oh, is, I'm oh, sorry. I'm quoting else. something. Okay. I know you were no. like, well, let's I talk like, about it. Say, no, no, no. My, anyway, my anxiety and depression. Like, Let me give you a hug. I this know. is how I deal with anxiety and depression. <laughs> <laughs> by d- getting as much attention as possible. <laughs> we all have our different ways of coping. <laughs> no. But, no, it's been, I mean, I can see some downsides to it. Obviously, people have been playing while they're driving, which is bad, and... There's people who are trespassing and falling off of cliffs, falling. Yeah. And getting hurt. And there's, I think that they posted something at the museum of tolerance saying like, stop the Holocaust museum, the Holocaust museum. And they said, stop trying to catch Pokemon here, but we're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Come on. Get my hands back. That's all right. You can talk about it. David Castro is at level 20. Whoa. Well done. David, uh, yeah, that was great. David, did you meet anybody in your travels getting yeah. up there? T- tell us some of the interactions. The, the social that, benefits. Yeah, of, any of, social benefits you've had. If I recall, David Castro works at a pretty public place. There's probably a lot of Pokemon where he works. Oh. oh. Yeah, it'll be interesting I would, when they I start. I think I remember where it is, but I don't want to say where yeah. it works. Uh, it'll be interesting when you start seeing the advertising and promoted content within the game and see what yeah, happens there. Yeah, because it's free, which I well, don't you can, trust. You can purchase stuff in app. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like more Pokemon yeah. stuff. But then you'll start seeing, seeing like, you know, ads and like, oh, are you thirsty while you're Pokemoning? Right. Come on by and get. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, of yeah. course you can. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm just Jamie amazed that you asked. Is that jo- Joseph Douglas Watson. Okay, so Joseph jo- uh, said that that uh, at me that that. Uh, what did I say, Joseph Douglas? Don't tweet at John. Well, no, it was uh, at Giselle. Don't listen to me. You're not a loser. You're a good soul. And by the way, I get free food food at my multiplex. I just don't pay. And I would like to be very clear that that was me being ironic yeah. in a way that I I was being Donald Trump and sort of esque and saying yeah. you're a loser. It was a, I was trying to be I funny. Think, I think we all knew it, and I think Joseph Douglas Watson is doing same oh, thing. Good. He just jokingly said, "Don't worry, don't listen to in him." In fact, you're you, not you are good. such the opposite of a loser, Giselle. I, I'm worried that you might be able to move me to uh, uh, you know to. 
Yeah, well, yes, that you're kind. Of, I would become like a yes in in your your cult if you decided to become a cult leader. That I would be, that be I would be your in your cult. Yeah, well, sign me up. What would we wear? <laughs> Robes. Would we wear robes? No, actually, you know, in your cult, we'd probably just wear a lot of thrift store goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Like, Anything from the thrift store. No, yeah. but, but like bed sheets. You give us all the, like... Bed sheets from the thrift store. You give us all like $10 and they're like, get enough clothes for a month. <laughs> yeah. And we would Figure do it. Out. Yeah, yeah, we would be able to do it. I have it. a dollar left over. Now I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> and Giselle goes, nah-uh-uh, because you're my husband now. <laughs> Shauna writes in. Only I eat. That's right. And says, hey, Murps, I wanted to share this article about police officers doing a good thing to help with community relations and uh, and living the saying, kill them with kindness. This falls exactly into what we were talking about, of non-complimentary Police officers need to stop killing people. Uh, even with kindness. Even with kindness. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong we with you, Shauna? Cha- I think we need to change the phrase stop, for this one stop situation. The, exactly. the carnage. Yeah. Oh. Stop the carnage. How about showing them kindness? Yes. <laughs> Rather than um, killing yeah. them with kindness. At well, an, it does kind of kill two birds with one stone. At an That's an like killing yeah. them with kindness. Like, oh, control. you're addicted to crack? Here's more. <laughs> at an yeah. Eaton Park diner in Homestead, Pennsylvania, there was a, a couple that was... Seated, they were seated next to a bunch of cops, and then the the guy said, "No, nah, I don't want to sit here," and then moved over to the opposite side of the restaurant from the the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the police, uh, when they the, the bill came, the police paid for it. It said that yeah, I love th- it. This bill was your bill was paid for by the policeman that you wouldn't send. Next oh, I love to. it. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that great? That, yeah. And that is exactly the sort of thing. Yes, warms my heart. But I also would do that like just out of spite. Like oh yeah yeah because I I at least doesn't matter results spite the same spot. doesn't yeah, matter I'll spite spite spot more like, love through spite there was uh, Magic Johnson's <laughs> son he is black obviously because he's Magic Johnson's son and he went well in, but what's the wife look like uh black okay. I I think but he went into Hermes mm. and um, you're gonna have to explain to people like me what Hermes is Hermes. they make really good scarves if, spell, if we if we spell it maybe you would know what it is to spell H E R M E S because it's Hermes okay right so anyways he went into Hermes um which is very maker of luxury accessories yes. So very bags, expensive bags, scarves. Yeah. The scarves are their big one, right? Uh, scarves, is big bags, yeah. Yeah. Shoes. shoes, super expensive Luggage. stuff. So he went into Hermes and was treated pretty it woman was style. Amazing. He was he, treated what? Pretty woman style, where he was like, when where she, you know, he was treated like, ah, uh, you probably don't mean to be in here, oh, like right, she, right. you know, discriminated against because he was black. So what he did was bought everything in the store. Oh, <laughs> oh, and his dad was like, you used which credit card? What? <laughs> God damn it! Oh, they never mind. I didn't notice. I'm Magic Johnson. How am I going to pay for my age? Did he even buy all the Birkin bags there? I, I think he just bought everything. A broken um, bag you're over Here's the my problem. Head. I no, don't G- think he donated it to charity. Oh. He yeah. probably was just like, now I have all this shit. He returned it all yeah. the next day. They have those Jane Birkin bags, you know, that, that were made famous by Jane Birkin. Yeah. And uh, they're very, very, they're not that interesting to look at, but they're super expensive. And, uh, isn't and, that kind of most, I, I know not all, because I know that there are, uh, you know, like a, Louis Vuitton is is a quality, you know, like Hermes makes quality stuff. I'm not saying like across the board, but in a certain sense, sometimes when you get up into this high fashion thing, it's kind of an emperor has no clothes kind of thing, right? Where it's like we all say that these are the best things, and if you don't, it's a way to kind of, you know, exclude 
people that can't afford them sometimes. Totally. I think that yeah. So sometimes those things up there are kind of bullshit. You know, I like, have, like I the, have a good feeling that these $70 jeans that I'm wearing right, right. now were probably made by similar Chinese children yes. as oh, you the know that, $20 jeans that I could buy at Forever 21 that fit uh, atrociously. You know, they, they bring see. in, see your jeans. Come on. They bring in Chinese workers into Milan. To do leather those work, pretty oh, good actually. Nice. Real nice. Those actually look pretty. They good. They bring in Chinese yeah. workers into Milan illegally just so that they can say made in Milan, but they're just made by the same Chinese workers. Well, and so, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, who, do they get a little mini vacation? <laughs> Don't they don't so. get them. I think it's a Gap, Gap, Banana Republic, and Hot Topic, or something like that, are all owned by the same mm. people. Mm-hmm. But the clothes at Hot Topic, or even at the Gap, are significantly cheaper yep. than Banana Republic. But That's it's right. all the same, same shit. Yeah. So you know, um, Darren says do? that there's been talk of putting Pokemon gyms at polling places. That that would be very very good. I guess having a oh, bunch that of genius. That would be cool. Yeah, that's Please. genius. Um, as Evan long as Cardi- there's no campaigning. <laughs> Yeah, and he said that he uh, worries about the um, corporate Pokemon tie-ins. He would much rather see local businesses and uh, partners and businesses partner and benefit. Yeah, that would be good too. I think they they would probably be able to do that. And then David Castro said, "Every time I go pokey hunting, I tend to speak to a few strangers." He yeah. said he went to the pier two days ago, and it was filled with lots of trainers. Sharing info. There you go. Oh, the Santa Monica Pier, is that right? Um, I don't know. Which pier, David? I went there just the other day, and it was hot and gross. Yeah, man. Um, so, Shauna, thank you for that email. I didn't know you was being so Oh, good. Um, thank you. Shauna, thank you for that email that tied in perfectly with our discussion. Uh, Tsukino Usagi, who's actually Ricky, um, our friend who's black on the outside, Japanese on the inside. Uh-huh. Said, been black, a while black since on the outside, Japanese on the inside. Yep. Is there a name for that? Um, chocolate I think covered we do this, rice bowl. We do this yeah. every chocolate covered rice bowl. Chocolate covered rice bowl. Rice bowl. Rice bowl. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> chocolate covered paella. Chocolate covered paella. <laughs> paella. Okay. Mashed potatoes with too much gravy on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just trying to think. Garlic mashed potatoes. A quick one. We need a quick one. You know, like Twinkie or what? Isn't Twinkie uh, like chocodile? Chocodile. Oh, uh, chocodile. Oh, that's yeah. good. What's yeah. a chocodile? It's a chocolate covered Twinkie. <laughs> Oh, cool. Uh, okay. he, so he writes in, he says, it's been a while since I wrote in, but I just wanted to wish Marty the best in his marriage and upcoming trip to Japan. Are you getting married? Yeah. What? It I know. A- I know. I was, I was waiting for that to come out. I know. It's like <laughs> he just, uh, he's like sitting here setting up the electronics and like looking at his computer and he barely even looked up. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, we're engaged. And so anyway, so my love is up here. It is. Came out last week? It did no, he just out. this morning when I showed up. No, it was in last week's show. It's in last week's show. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, it is a great country. Holy I, shit. I used to live in Shinjuku myself. Taking the Playboy off the market. I know. Sorry, Sorry ladies. Sorry, Garcetti. Sorry, <laughs> I know. It. Sorry, Betty Garcetti. And Victoria's not famous. That's what's weird. Uh, she's she's not... famous to me. Uh-huh. Oh, yay. yay. How'd you do it? That you were able to sort of fall in love with a common person, I think. It's quite, there's hope for... <laughs> It's hope for everybody. It's hope for all of us. <laughs> That's right. Maybe someday a prince will find me too. Um, I'm a playboy. Bl- they'd be lucky to have you. <laughs> the prince, you. yes. Thank you. Thank Actually, you. prince won't find you. They won't be prince. Because he's, he's dead. He's on an elevator. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Dead. But, you know, don't, don't give up. I don't know. If that's what you're into, I don't want to judge you. I want to date a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ricky lived in uh, Shinjuku. I wonder, will you write in again and tell us what it's like to be a, a, to, 
be a black American living in, uh, I assume you're American, uh, living in wow, Japan. Wow, that's quite an assumption you just made. Well, his name's Ricky. Mm-hmm. He could be Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Like Ricky Martin, who's Hispanic. Hispanic like Ricky Gervais, who's English. Mm-hmm. Right? Who's, yeah. mm-hmm. Where is mm-hmm. Ricky Martin from? Curious. I know. Is he, he's, is he Cuban? No, I think he's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Puerto he's Rican. probably there Puerto you go. Rican. Yeah. There you go. Ricky Ricardo's Cuban. That's who you're thinking of. <laughs> That's another very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. We got a got a got a Cuban Ricky just like that. Yeah. Look at you. Well duh. duh. I have to know all the big Cubans. That's true. So, Cameron Diaz. He Ooh, Cuban. Yeah. Telling you guys, Cubans come in white or black. And, they and do not come a, in brown. And she's a twin. Well, they do, but like, you know. What? We don't, she's we don't a twin. let them. She's a twin? Out. Yeah. Oh wow. What is Ricky Martin? I th- well, I think He's Puerto Rican, isn't that? Yeah. Oh, this he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, he yeah. He's Colombian homosexual. <laughs> all right, dude. What? What did I say was wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. It's like when people come up to me and they say, um, "Are you so homosexual?" They say, "What are what you?" Are you? And you're like heterosexual. I'm like, yeah, Puerto Rican. Wow, he's in his forties. You thought he was older? Time flies. Yeah, I guess. His, the, his, I guess that makes sense. His La Vida Loca is just a little slower than it used to be. Like, maybe, <laughs> but but, but it's living La Vida Normal. That's right. <laughs> living La Vida Responsible. I'm sorry, will you translate, please? Um, <laughs> La, vida, La Vida Mundane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> living La Vida Sueño, which means living life tired. Oh, that's me. <laughs> La vida resting. Yeah. <laughs> la vida, yeah, nap. La vida, peace, be quiet. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ricky goes my, on. My shows are on. Jesus. La vida, stop catching Pokemon on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> this is private property. <laughs> Everybody, you know, uh, go to Ricky Martin's house because I Live in la vida. Pretty... How does this iPhone work? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like old Ricky Martin jokes. <laughs> Living la vida. Your kids today. Your kids today with so, your iPhone. So your thing is going to, instead of, you know you're a redneck, <laughs> yeah. is going to be living la vida. Yeah. You know you're an old Hispanic guy. <laughs> when you're living la vida, yeah. hands down my pants. <laughs> um, when did I buy plums? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's a lot of plums. Living La Vida, why don't you ever come and visit me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> she does a whole hour I just do. on that. I it's do. amazing. I do. Living La Vida prostate be like, exam. Yeah. <laughs> be like uh, Stephen Wright with one joke. Yeah. <laughs> I would go see you and I would laugh at everyone. Everyone of the whole hour. Living La Vida, Cheryl had to stay home. She's a little headache. <laughs> Do another. <laughs> Do it again. Living Do it Lita, again. It's time yeah, for my you stories. Can, you can redo one that you already I don't know. <laughs> I have to think of another one. Living La Vida, Alex Jones has a point. <laughs> um... You must go to the Shinto shrines and visit the Akibara uh, shopping district, which is this huge out, outside mall thingy. Who says mall thingy except for an American? Maybe they um, have a Benetton. Yes. What's a Benetton? 
<laughs> living la vie de Benetton. Yeah, living la vie de Benetton. Benetton was a store. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess they go out of business. They just sell Gap-like clothing. Okay. But they were very famous for their uh, multiracial ad campaigns. Yeah, and oh. they, they broke some ground or offended some people or made yeah, some people happy. But like, like by making black people dress like white people. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, they, they had a ad campaign that was the United Colors of Benetton. Ah. But maybe you go there and you see if they have an Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay. I bet you they do. All right. Um, also, I can't that's he, a store that's still open. Oh, no? And that, no, it is a, still open. It's just another Don't example. Don't people like it? They not do. anymore. Not anymore. Oh, no? No. Uh, what about Hollister? No. They don't like that? No. What do they like now? Uh, Ricky Martin, yeah, living free, la vida yeah. and free people, uh, living la vida Costco clothes section, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> living la vida Kirkland. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's what I meant to say. Living la vida. Don't eat before we go to Costco. We're gonna pay everything. <laughs> there's no limit on on samples. Yeah. Even if they give you the stink eye, there's no yeah. limit. It's, like, it's no limit. <laughs> uh, free people, free people. I like that. Brand. Forever twenty one again. Um, Still, yeah. Oh, there's, H&M. a, there's a two-story H&M. one nearby at my favorite mall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's two-story, three-story the, ones, too. The one, the other one that start with an A, not Abercrombie and Fitch, but the... Aeropostale? No, but that's... American Eagle? No, but okay. that's another good one. Uh, uh, oh, oh. We'll get back to you. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so he says that... Ladies' clothing and housewares. Yeah, p- 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 Apollo, uh, Apocaly- pop- uh, apocalyptic. No. Yeah, oh, no. oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck, Jesus fuck. Christ. Apothecary. No, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, anthropology. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I know that? That's terrible. Yeah. Why did I know that? Um, Living la vida anthropology. <laughs> Do they like that one? I think so. Jesus. I can't afford to shop in No, Ricky is like so dying to hear his, the rest of his letter read. $600 hippie dress. Listen, I could get the same thing at Goodwill. Yep. For five ninety nine. Some yep. old tie dye thing that's a shawl that somebody yeah, had. They have it all over the Goodwill. Uh, he says I should visit Yokohama, which is where he wants to settle down and live one day. It is very San Francisco-esque, complete with a pier and bridge, but far more countryside than the big city of Tokyo. Um, and then he says, uh, oh, mm, he says there isn't even, there's even a Pokemon store if you're into that. The trains and maps are very easy to understand if you don't read Japanese. Good to know. But learning some Japanese before you go is still a good thing. Um, I studied for years myself, but shouldn't take long to learn how much or where is this? Um, oh, it shouldn't take long to learn those phrases. I uh, hope you have fun and safe trip. Ganbaru, which means good luck. Your pal, Ricky. Thank you, Ricky. Is Ricky an American? What? <laughs> we went over this. I know. It's good. Uh, you guys um, live in La Vida short-term memory over there, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave early today. What? I know. What? I know. What? I'm what, sorry. What are you, you going to do? We have stuff going on over at the house, what I have to be present okay. for. Okay. Mm. All right. I'm really sorry. That's okay. Okay. Um, <sighs> carry on without me. The whole me. show okay. is just mm. going to get very, no. very... You're not going to be here to keep the love, man. It's just going to descend you into... You want me to uh, spit out a little bit you can yeah. dip into? Yes. Like dipping sauce? Yes. Giselle dipping sauce? Yes. Give us <laughs> give us each give us each a... Uh, what is it? Meat, meat? What was the kind of compliments? Love no, the, 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 no, the compliments. The, uh, the deep oh. compliments or the... Oh, extra sincere. Extra sense. Yeah, give us each an extra sincere compliment and that might... Calm you us know down. what I like about you? Yeah. You're a very calm person oh. that I've seen. Oh. 
you are thoughtful, you consider everything carefully and slowly, and you speak from your heart. Thanks, Giselle. And Cassandra, you're brave. Mm. You're brave and you're fresh and you're full of energy and life and youthful vitality. It's infectious. I love being around you. Oh, thanks, Giselle. Yeah, you're just, you're a beautiful person and you're unafraid to share your full self always. I love it. Thank you. Plus, uh, I was going to tell the group this. I put my hand on your arm mm-hmm. was earlier when mm-hmm. I was trying to get your attention. She's packed. Mm-hmm. She's, her skin is so soft. <laughs> How would you describe it? As soft as? Uh, soft as uh, the part on a kitty's belly that they don't want you to pet, but it's the part you want to pet. Oh, oh. that's nice. <laughs> that's soft like that. oh, uh, you're blushing now. I am. Like, oh, like a cat. And belly. Marty, I tell you, you have a playful heart. You have a playful, playful heart, and you love to share, and you love to laugh with friends, and you bring people together in community. Thank you. And you give us a space to share and love. You are like a bowl. <laughs> like like a chocolate what, What's a chocolate up, Kitty covered, Belly? I'm bowl. Yeah, Kitty covered, Belly and bowl. Uh, Kitty Belly and bowl coming to you on the he, TNT. Yeah. He's Lawyers. actually put his money where his mouth <laughs> yeah, is. Objection, your honor. Meow. Marty, you put your money where your mouth is and you create a space. Well, for people to commune together and share ideas. You're take part the, of the take solution. the compliment. Am, take it in. Take it in. It's okay, a very sweet thing for you to go. say. Okay. Thanks, Giselle. Bye, guys. Bye, Giselle. Good luck with things. Thank you. Goodbye, Giselle. We'll miss you terribly. I am so sad that you're leaving. Me too. Ash Williams. You're one of my favorite people. I'm always so happy oh, to see wait you. A minute. You're in my top four in this table. I just remembered something. That was a false alarm. I can't leave. <laughs> Damn it! I take it all back. Somebody's parked behind me. I actually am going to be here for the rest of the day. I am. Oh, this this is awkward. Oh, I'm so oh. embarrassed. Oh, wait, for real? Yeah, for real. I can't That's leave. so great. That is oh. so great. It's a long story, but uh, oh, okay. Anyhow, we're ending early today, can, so can see I you next you? Tuesday. No, no, um, no. Uh, Ash well, Williams writes in. You don't have to leave. That's oh, very yeah. good news. Ash I just got all those comments. That's for the be- that's the best kind of uh, mistake. That's yeah. the, that's the that's the that's a win mistake. That's like the kind of mistake where where that's a good result. The yeah. iPad is back out. Yeah. Ash Williams writes in. Charles Manson was right. It's helter skelter. Hashtag race war. And two uh, need. Oh, if you need new panty, if you need new panties to smell used, spray some liquid ass on them. This is a real product. Oh my goodness! If you go to our Tumblr page, I'm sure somebody is posting liquid what ass? liquid ass. Oh my is. god! Why stop with panties? Why not Marty spray your, you know, whatever? Enemies. Yeah. No, no. It's because they have the vending machines. In Japan, he said they have a vending machine mm-hmm. that sell used. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was a bigger thing in the nineties. Paid to wear them, though. Well, I, we were discussing. We were Listen, if it is that a, a Japanese a, thing? Yeah, that Actual it was just a men's soccer team that just practicing. How you know. how do the ja- the Japanese? Okay, we're are going. This, they're a tiny little island, and they have this enormous this so effect different. on the culture of so much of the world. This they're tiny out little. There. Mm. They they just have this profound. What did you think he was going to say? He just said that they're tiny little eye, and I thought he was going to stop. Oh, tiny little eyes. Whoa. Eyelids. 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 They're tiny little slanted 
Island. You want to know what I'm curious about with these Japanese? These Japanese these people? These Japanese. So they are having an epidemic in Japan where um, their population is going down because people oh, yeah. are not reproducing. That's right. Like to a point where the government is putting on like mixers and shit like that, <laughs> trying to get people to get together. They have such a sexualized and like very like kinky taboo, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Um, open sexuality thing, you know, like a lot of the women can dress like very scandalously because they want to, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. And the men, you know, like can do their fucking weird shit. Um, but meanwhile, because I guess they have all these outlets, they have no interest in having sex with each other because the, a relationship is hard and a relationship is difficult. Yeah. And right. they watch Cre- their they're parents. They're very career driven. They're and- career driven and they're, and they're motivated in that sense. And they look at their parents who, you know, may have been like, you know, just married. I don't, they don't do arranged marriages in Japan, do they ever? But like, I don't know, probably. The values were different and now they are in a society where they're able to not have to worry about that stuff, but it's causing a problem because Japanese people don't care about sex. Anymore. Come on, Japanese mm-hmm. people, start fucking. Yeah. It's so interesting sure. to like find out about that because of yeah. how fucking their us. society is. Yeah, when we think of Japan, we immediately think of like fetish porn. And you, you, you're you're done, fucking Japanese people, Marty. You're all done, man. You're okay, done. you're engaged. All right, it's over for you. Okay, you're yeah. done. Your days right. of fucking Japanese people are over. So this is where your honeymoon right. is. Yeah, you're oh. gonna be living la vida monogamous. That's mm. right. That's crazy that you have your honeymoon plan before you even have your wedding plan. Do you have your wedding plan already? Where's your? What did I miss in a week? October first. October, October 1st, 1st is, is, this yeah. year? Is the wedding? Yeah. This year? Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. I know. Did you get an invitation? No. No. Giselle, did you? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm hoping for one. I just didn't know what to... Split, this divide goes down into the... You did? What the... I, all the listeners did, too. <laughs> They're all going to be there. Me and John are going to go out and stand what? outside naked with exactly Ash our... Williams is my date. Huh? Or Senor Smoke. Oh, good, yeah. Or Jadlin. Oh, yeah. Or Joseph Douglas. They'd all make a We're good date. We're going together. In they're, the they're all on one table. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> how much, I can't how much sit, did you pay I, for the table? What does it cost to have a table at his? Yeah, it's a fundraiser. It's $10,000 a table? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey writes in and says, Dear Murps, thanks for the free money. <laughs> free money. Free funny. Keep up the good work. It's Freudian. Good. Which work? would you rather have, free money or free funny? Well, I already have free funny, so yeah, I'd probably take the money. Yeah. yeah, John talks to himself in the mirror. He's like, "No, this is yeah, funny for I'm free." So funny. Look at me. <laughs> I love Look it. at me. I didn't pay shit for this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Miller of San Yo, Diego. Welcome. Chris Miller, San Diego. Yes. Yes. He writes, uh, "Morning, Merps. Uh, your favorite Nooner Field reporter, Chris Miller, wishing you a groovy morning. I haven't oh, yeah. been able to listen live, oh. but I catch the pod whenever Cassandra doesn't get it delayed." That's not Cassandra. It's it has not, nothing to do with no, Cassandra. It has nothing to do with me. It's yeah. literally. It has yeah. everything to do with queer. Totally yes. queer. And then he says, glory be to Will Wilkins. Um, congratulations to Mr. and soon to be Mrs. You. Um, <laughs> Marty, you have been a constant source of joy for me these past few years, and I'm ecstatic. Something so wonderful is happening for you. Thank you. I wish you two a lifetime of happiness. My lifetime. Not. I don't care about hers. Um, well, she's going to live longer than yeah, you, statistically, I think. Uh, yeah. Please inform Bill if he needs a plus one, I'm game, but can't w- dance worth a damn. Speaking of Bill, if you recall, 
if you will well, recall. I'll get to wow. that I'll make yes. Bill take me. <laughs> I said I'd advocate for our hard-traveling hero in hopes of getting him an audition for Buckaroo Banzai. I can now confirm I'll be at a screening of Yoga Hose... Hoser with? Hosers. Yoga, Yoga Hosers. hosers. Yeah. Yoga Hosers! With Kevin Smith. Wow! Okay, I'm supposed to cut Quare's mic right now. Uh, come hell or high water, I will get Bill a shot. I'm very nervous. Thank you, Chris. Ooh. That would be great. I don't know why Bill would want to work with whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, me- look at me. I'm doing the IMD correspondence at Comic-Con. Kevin Smith. <laughs> did you all knew that? <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know it. Did you know it? <laughs> I wonder if that's something that I'm supposed to know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't just get someone, one of Cassandra's friends in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, it wouldn't be the first time mm-hmm. you got one of Cassandra's friends in trouble. Probably not. Yep. And I got that guy arrested once. <laughs> but are you feeling uh, more um, accepted in the community? Yes, I am. I go through a lot of therapy where people meet my anger with love and meet my love with anger. <laughs> very yin and, yin and yang, very balanced. And is... we have a very balanced lifestyle. <laughs> Cassandra and the Midge are good surrogate parents. That's good. Does it, Genius. Who's taller? You or the Midge? Oh, I am taller than the Midge. <laughs> oh, that is a stupid question. Sorry about that. Every Qu- single Quare person. Is tall- wow, he is small. <laughs> okay, back in your, back in your purse. person is taller than the Midge. Wow. Okay, shameless Comic-Con I plug. I keep the Midge inside my vagina. Oh, Chris oh, Miller. All the time. Your Paris pocket. Yeah, my Paris pocket. <laughs> Chris Miller will be outside Comic-Con enjoying the madness. I will be taking photos and recording it for Nooner. Yeah, get, record us something. Yay! Um, Can we oh, go? Yes, you may go. But can we go? Oh, when is it? Oh, it's next week? Like, can we go and ask some podcast and pay for it? Yeah, let's... And so if you fly us hey, in first class. Hey, come on, we're like your ninth most popular podcast. So if you, so if somebody farts out of their vagina, is it a Georgia O'Queef? <laughs> only if you paint it. Only if you paint and it. And only oh, if you're in the go. South. If, right. you, if you paint an orchid with like a little... <laughs> 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 That's a George That's O'Queef. A cool queef. Okay. All right. Oh, you have an original O'Queef. <laughs> um, Ew. <laughs> it's better than a used O'Queef. I so, think. if any oh, listeners yeah, yeah. Uh, would, has been in who are yes. going to be at Comic Con want to hook up it with like a spray Chris on. Miller, he's at Chris, like Miller, yeah. at Chris Miller. At Chris Miller ninety four, and he says also, P.S. I will absolutely be mentioning my association with a star of Twin Peaks, the best underground button designer in the world. My schmoogle buddy, the creamiest Colorado Cuban, oh. and the lead actor of a video game franchise for bragging rights at the bar. You should absolutely do some of those things to Yay. get a free drink, but That's maybe lovely. not Who was all that? of them. That's Chris Miller. Oh, wow. Go to a, get a free drink and be like, hey, I'm later. a creamy Cuban lady. You want to stir me up a little mojito? <laughs> Is that your, that, is that's that your, your creamy Cuban. That's your creamy Cuban voice? Yeah, I guess that's so. Good. I guess it is now. Yeah. It's creamy Cuban like uh, sauce that they put on yeah. the French fries. Yeah, yeah Ke- mostly ketchup, butter, mustard, or creamy. Cu- <laughs> it's mostly creamy butter Cuban. and Dijon mustard. <laughs> creamy Cuban. Yeah. Drake Miller writes. So last week, Giselle said she didn't like me. What, Jake? I don't believe it. Drake Drake Bailey doesn't sound right. Yes, oh, oh. <gasps> Giselle doesn't like incorrect anyone. Couldn't be true. Is, is wait, wait, wait. There's so much 
I was ha- saying I did not like Drake, the rap rap singer. Oh Why? yeah, Drake. I, I didn't. I don't know him, so to clarify, I didn't. I'm not. Uh, I have not. But you didn't clarify for Drake true. Bailey, and he oh. says, "I'll have you know, okay. I've never used auto tune. I speak normally and sing badly with my own voice." Said that. Oh. You so, know something, so it's just you a owe big misunderstanding. You owe him an apology. I really do. I was very wrong. And Drake, I'm going to give you an extra <laughs> sincere compliment. No, I'm not going to. Do give you want to do it after the letter, or do you want to do it before? Oh, there's that? more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta get to know him first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Giselle did say she liked Pokemon Go, and where I work is actually a Pokemon gym in the game. Cool. Uh, a big problem is driving while people while playing the game. Uh, here's a story about it. it. Happened last night. I generally generally stay late. Uh, after close with a coworker to hang out in the store, and this SUV was parked in front of the store um, when I was trying to leave. Um, I noticed that they had their kids in the back, the blue light of the driver's cell phone illuminating their face. They ended up driving off. Uh, I left to go home for the night. I ended up catching up with them on the road despite their head start. Uh, I drive the speed limit. I passed the car because they're crawling down the road going very, very slowly. I looked, and sure enough, still on their phone, barely paying attention to the intersection they were approaching. I couldn't believe how irresponsible these people were driving while transporting their children. Not only were they parked in front of the store late at night where they could have been robbed, uh, but just staring at your phone going down the road, really not cool with small children in the back, or in general. Uh, congratulations, Marty. I didn't know you were getting married. Have a great rest of the week. Be leery of bad drivers and Pokemon players. Defensive driving, I think that's called, right? Yeah. Wowie, we will. Yeah, so he's a, uh, Drake is safety first kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Drake is safety first, Drake is vigilant, mm-hmm. and Drake have, I'm going to imagine that, uh, because Drake said he worked in a store, that he probably deal with customers, and so he probably is a patient person. And I appreciate you uh, working in the store and being patient. And I appreciate your civic-mindedness and safety. And I apologize for telling you I did not like your music. Um, all right. I, th- I think that was sufficient. I think that was good. Oh, that was good. Okay. Also, you're good-looking. Hey. Uh-oh. Somebody's trying to get to Marty's wedding. Um, <laughs> oh, no, wait. You're already going. I forgot. So, I'm not. Oh. The other lady is. Oh. Oh. Steve Owens uh, wrote, writes in. He says, Hey, Marty, last week you read an email from me where I listed the books I am currently reading. You mentioned Scott Sigler's Alive series. Well, after you mentioned it last week, it became a number one New York Times bestseller. What? Wow. Doubters might call it a coincidence. I call it the power of the Murps. Nice. Uh, Give me that Nooner Bump. Yes, the Nooner Bump. The Nooner Bump. The Nooner Bump. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm taking no, it it's from just chaps- it's just my chapstick. <laughs> um, That's funny. With that in mind, I'm attaching an op- an audio open letter. An open letter. The letter is written by Billy Dead, lady drummer of the rock band The Dead Deads. The letter is read by Brian Maxwell of the Maxwell's House podcast. I thought this was your. Oh, I guess it's in. Well, anyway, the letter was penned on the heels of the Pulse Orlando tragedy. Is it? It is about one minute forty seconds. Um, should we play it? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what this is because I don't screen my content. So um, there's only really one ear that works. Um, anyhow. Uh, What's going on, Alex? Brian Maxwell from the Maxwell's House podcast here. Just want to let you know we got a little bit of a special present for you, and I'm going to be the one to let you know about it. 
take your little computer out, flip your little screen up, once you load up whatever it happens to be that you use, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome, that's Safari bullshit if you're one of those. I use Macintosh, I'm better than you PC guys. How about you suck a bag of Windows 10 dicks, you fucking Macintosh high horse piece of shit. I use a Mac, but that's neither here nor there. This is not about me. This is about Alex and his brand new website. You got that motherfucker open? Type this motherfucker shit right here in. Findingstats.com. F-I-N-D-I-N-G-S-T-A-X.com. I assume you didn't need me to spell That's it Steve for you because you're Alex and it's your goddamn podcast. But the people out there need to know. They're listening to it. Maybe they don't know how to spell stats. Maybe they're stupid and they don't know how to spell finding. That's not my motherfucking problem anymore. It's not yours either because they go to finding stats. F-I-N-D-I-N-G-S-T-A-X dot com and they'll see everything you're seeing right now. Just wanted to say congratulations. Good luck on the show. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm a fan. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm a fan. And don't be bullshitting either. You goddamn keep finding stats.com on point. I want new shit on there. Some pictures maybe. Blogs and shit. I want it to be all aggressive, like not a blog. I want a blog and shit, right? Finestacks.com. Okay. You love it. I love it. And now well, they love it. When Steve, when Steve, when you write in and say that this was penned on the heels of the Pulse Orlando tragedy, I expect the clip to have some connection to the Pulse Orlando tragedy. I was waiting for poignancy and insight. Um, but I guess we have to listen You're to you. still waiting. Yeah, we have to listen to Finding Stacks um, for that poignancy and, and insight. Was that person, do they talk like that all the time, or was that uh, putting on a voice? I, I don't know. Who you would, tell. Who would do that? That's ridiculous. Who would put on a voice? No, Why don't people just be themselves? Just be themselves. What the fuck? That's why one of the most important to... things I learned after prison was to never put on a fake voice or yeah. just to be myself. Just be myself. yourself. Just be there you yourself. Go. Why everybody have to pretend to be somebody else? What are they running You're from? You're not good enough. Yeah, what is you hiding? <laughs> Your individuality <laughs> is all you have in this world. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of her. Sorry. Uh, Putting uh, on a voice. I like, he was, he was making like he was angry, you know, and swear, yeah. a lot of swear words. Blog. And all that. But then there was one point when he was say, I love it. Yeah, and yeah, you, you could, could hear, you could, the crack, it was like crack. a crack in the it was, facade, it was, exactly. Oh, that's a tender hearted yes, person. Yes, I heard there. that too, I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, yes, that was absolutely. A, I love that moment. Yeah. Did you, you picking through? We saw you. I can see. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> you can yell, but you can't hide. <laughs> I forget when I do things. Yeah, like. <laughs> One, I was hitting the mic with my earphones for no reason, and yeah. Marty looked mad. I, I gave her the stink it, it, might, it might sound like eating to somebody. Hey, yeah. did you guys? Uh, speaking of Comic Con, did you guys hear? Like last week, there was a panel for Rogue One, the new the new Star Wars movie, where one of the characters revealed another character dying. Like this. Oh, oh whoopsies! My and he's goodness. And, like you know, he's uh, English is not his first Angry language. Mob. Yeah, and he's just like, oh yeah, well, when so and so died, blah 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 blah. And like, and, the whole and then you see what the actor sitting next to him, lit. just like his eyes just widen, and you know he tenses up, and he just knows that. Holy shit yeah. balls! But who? Yeah. Well, is Rogue One a new one, or have it not come out yet? 
Well, isn't or it, a, is isn't it, it kind of like an ongoing? It comes out this winter. Oh, and so he revealed is this a spoiler. the next one after the one that just came out? It, it's a side story. Okay. So he oh. revealed You're a plot point from a movie out. what have not come out. Yeah, and you know how they're oh, se- secretive they are about Star Wars. And he had no idea what he was saying. He just kept talking and this talking. This is the prequel talking. one that has the... It's a side, yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Nerds tell That's, me. That, you say you don't know, but you are all about Star Wars. Um, you do know. I don't actually. I don't. Uh-huh. I think it, it's. A, it might. It might be a prequel. Yeah. It, it is. It is a prequel. It's, I think it's before. How the fuck did I know something about Rogue One that you? Didn't? I think it's about what the delivery. In this I think world? it's about the delivery of that. The help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. I think that's what it is. Into oh, R- so it's R2D2. just a whole like fucking side story about that bitchy queen robot and then the trash can. <laughs> Hey Steve, I was just—I'm like, fucking literally. With you. That's that all. Was, I, I think love it is. getting emails from you, and and anything you want, we'll play it. So that's fine. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was yeah. great, and it was just great to hear another voice. Is he, is he come out this way ever? He's in San Antonio. Oh. I was born in San Antonio. Oh. If he ever come that's out a to good LA, story. I thought you were oh, only you really from like Vermont that? until the day you die. No, 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 no. I was a military brat, so we moved around a lot. Oh, that's cute. Well, you're half right. Does you have to be a brat to be a military? This, yeah, you know, why is it called hey, that? No, you can't say brat. Only we can say brat. Okay. You're not allowed to say brat. What should I say? I don't know, but I'm, I'm not sure. A child. Brat. A military brat. Yeah, brat. A brat. <laughs> brat first. <laughs> with some, yeah, on a bun with some coleslaw. <laughs> Nothing is quite as delicious as children. <laughs> <laughs> so military brats is my favorite. Oh, I love them. <laughs> They are marinated in plenty of different cities before they finally get to my mouth. <laughs> what do we say about voices? I'm sorry, I shouldn't be okay. putting a voice. Okay, Claire on. said not to. Giselle said not to. Um, you remind me of my father. <laughs> <laughs> if Cassandra had a nickel for every time she heard that, every time she heard that, you know, pickup um, line in a bar. So that's right. Yeah, yeah dudes yeah. come to he's like oh, something you, about you. Something about your father. father, and you're like, I'm available. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Let's go. According Wait to you see my dick. Steve, he sent us the wrong <laughs> audio file, so he sent. He said, "Fuck, sorry. Here's the link." Shit. Oh, oh, no way! Yeah, no, no way! No, but you know what? No link. He just sent an empty email. Oh, so yeah, we'll move on. Well, we'll, get, so we'll do it later. So we'll he has later. no. No, we'll do it later. Issues. We got. We can. Yeah. Um, so Giselle, yeah, tell. We were going to get into the escape room discussion last week. Are oh. you guys familiar with escape rooms? Nope. Like like safety rooms or were whatever? Like, like no? panic rooms? Jody panic Foster? rooms? It's a game. Oh. oh. It's a game. Uh, <laughs> That's sweeping the city. <laughs> the German game called Escape Room. <laughs> started just, by Anne Frank. And let's just 19- say you want to win this one. <laughs> you really do. It is in your best interest to win Escape Room. <laughs> So what it is, uh, they have them in some of the big cities. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know all, but they should do. And if if you're looking for a business to start, think about this one. But, what it is? But don't do it half-assed. You go into a room and it's decorated with uh, a particular scene and props and this and that. And you have a, a period of time to figure out how to escape from the room. There's a there's oh, a, a yeah. very thin storyline that they they oh, give you. Yeah. Right. Well, so, so like this. us was we was locked in the alchemist's lair. And he's trying to de- destroy trying the world or something. destroy the world and we have to figure out how to stop him and get out. And it's things like you you solve puzzles and you know have to find the key or figure out the code to and, open the lock to And these hidden you yell out loud, I'm a lawyer and I'm claustrophobic. 
or something, and then they just let you out. Yeah. If there's an emergency, they will let you out, but you there wouldn't you play the game. No. But there's like there were there were there was shrieking going on because of of the discoveries that you have. Yeah, you know? it's exciting and fun figuring out the code. If, especially like, if you're wow. doing it with friends, you're a team. It's like you're all in yeah, there together. Well, you can do it with strangers, or you can do it with. But I mean, is every if one person gets out, does everybody win, or yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. are the one yeah. person yeah. that got out win? Yeah, it's no, a, no, it's a cooperative works thing. Together. Okay. So it's multiple people in the room, sometimes six or eight or ten or twelve, depending on the size of the room and the game. You can get a group together that is that size, mm. or you can just go is a smaller and you get paired with people you've not met before, and uh, you work together. It's really really fun. It's logic and puzzles and. Wow. Figuring things out like a uh, treasure hunt a little bit. All kinds of different games. It was really, really fun. I recommend it. Is it like a franchise thing? Like if you want to start one of these, there's a, you, you get the kit from the... There's, a, I don't, there's some companies no, no, that there, operate in yeah. multiple cities, but I think... Uh, you could just but do, each it on one, your own. do your own. Yeah, and each one has their own, like they have different personalities. Like some are much more puzzle-based, some are more are easier Where than others. This? Uh, there was a lot. That's all over LA. We did one in downtown LA. And there's that like, sounds like so much fun. It's so it much fun. is the best. It so is much so much fun. fun. Cool. Maybe, it's yeah. like kind of like, and uh, you know, a living video game. And yeah, sense. and you're figuring things out. Uh, I don't want to give away too many things, uh, so I don't want to tell you the specifics. But it was 100% fully engaging the whole time. You're you're figuring things, oh, this must go here, and this reveal this hidden compartment here, which have this clue or this key or this and that. It's one thing after the other. It's great fun. Sounds great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah, everybody should do it. Oh, and if you want to sample, and, and Conan O'Brien did it, the, the same company that we did, but he did a, a detective a agency, and it's very, well, he makes it very funny. But, but it gives spoilers, so. Well, yeah. One thing that I really liked about it was that uh, other than, I read some Yelp reviews, and I read about from the website, but I did not uh, find out any spoilers about what actually happens in the room, and I was glad of that. Cool. It's exciting to go in. It's not scary, is it? No, not scary. No, it's like, it's like thrilling. I mean, in, yeah, in, yeah, when, when the, the moments of discovery are just like, ah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get a group of people together. I'm going to do this You're thing. Gonna it love sounds it. like so much oh, fun. You're yeah. going to love it. Um, that's what John and I will do when you're getting married. Right. Yeah, don't worry October about us. October 11th. Don't hey, wor- I can come with you. Yeah, Giselle can come with us. Yeah. 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 Come along, Giselle. Okay. Yeah, your we're going to be having fun. October 1st. Yeah. October 1st. Yeah. yeah. Oh, October 1st. It's yeah. a date. It's a date. Great. All right. All right. It's in the calendar. Okay. So, uh, let's just, um, do wrap up and start doing some plugs. Oh. Um, you got the plug. <sighs> no, I don't, I have no, um, I have no, nothing to plug. I mean, oh, no, that's not, have I already plugged, the, I've plugged everything already, haven't George I? George Washington. Yeah. And the, in, 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 incarnate is coming out in September. Uh huh. That's uh-huh. the, the psychological, uh, supernatural thriller. Okay. Uh, obviously Twin Peaks next year. Um, and my commercial still running, I guess. Prilosec? Prilosec, yes. Really? God bless. Really? God bless Prilosec. God my bless. Ch- my children, thank you. Uh, God bless Larry. Um, yeah, exactly. What, what's his real name? Blair? It's, uh, Daniel. Daniel? Yeah. Um, and Giselle? We're gonna have a new Giselle show podcast on Wednesday the 27. That's a week from tomorrow. Uh, with guests Greg Benson of Mediocre Films. Such a funny guy. Oh, is he funny? 
and Vanessa McGrady, blogger, feminist, nice lady, and mom, and also Amos Glick. Oh, back again. Yeah. He's okay. kind of like a regular. He is available. Yeah. He's, he's awfully good. He is. Yeah. You want to come on sometime when he's on? Of you course. Want to come on I do. I, I think come. he's lovely. Yeah. Not with, when he's on. No, oh. no. Mm. Yeah. We mix it up. Uh, that would be, we what are you have afraid a crossover of? episode where we're both fighting to, to control things and you're having scripted things and I'm just like, blah, 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 internet, blah, 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 Pokemon. And I'm just all like, yeah, politics, blah, 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 blah. People hate each other, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, blah, 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 women. And I'm all. <laughs> women and Hispanics. <laughs> And I'm all, can't we just get can't along? You are so beautiful, you all are, of you. You're so wonderful. I love you so much. <laughs> I just want to meet you with love. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be on the Giselle Show podcast. In August? In August. We're figuring out a date. We're figuring out the date, so What if, so, what if somebody tuned. just crashed your podcast? Like, they know when it is. Like, we all know now, and like all of these people that are listening know. They just like showed up. They'd have to find podcast. out where. That'd be great. We, we all it. can do the creativity wheel of death. Yeah, I'm looking this forward to that. This is a blog. Oops. Okay. Blog. And then uh, <laughs> I am on um, the the Vivian show, starring. Trying uh, the mic. Huh? Right, right in the mic. Sorry, I was trying to find it. I'm on the Vivian show, starring uh, other people, but mostly Vivian, um, on July 27th. Oh, at 11 p.m. Boy. At I.O. West. You are my father. You yeah. Remind, you remind me of my father. Yeah. <laughs> Live in La Vida. This show's too late. Um, <laughs> and then uh, that's all I got. All right. Uh, you, um, know, you know what a sign that you're getting older is? Like you're not, you, yeah, that you're aging is that things are too late. Like 11 o'clock seems too late to you. Yeah. Oh, thanks for explaining the, the joke that she just told. <laughs> Did you just tell it's that joke? Okay. It, essentially, but it's okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On, uh, so I have a show on October 1st. Um, everybody is invited. Um, it'll be uh, an outdoor show, and uh, I'll be saying some things to uh, my... It's oh, like a fucking... Two, it's a, two-person show, and everybody's invited except for uh, John and Cassandra. Do you feel bad yeah. right now? Yeah. You, feel, you feel bad right now that you so. are mean to me, don't you? No, I don't feel bad I at all. I think you do. Actually, I don't. What do you think, Giselle? I bet he does. I bet he feels a little uh, bad about it. Feels bad about being mean to you? When was he mean to you? He wasn't. And, okay, guys. <laughs> I texted the midge, and I was like, let's go. Google Escape Room LA. I want to go. And he's like, wait, a torture chamber? You want to go inside a torture chamber? It's not torture. So, I don't know what he found. <laughs> he just found something. A competing business. It's in his, not on the right website. It was just, right now. There was an autocomplete from, him yeah. from something he was doing earlier. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Oh, guys, uh, so that's our show. I'm going to close out with Steve sent me the, the clip and then we'll, the actual clip. The actual clip. We're going to listen and then we'll close it out, guys. We love you. This is a blog that was written by Billy Dead, the drummer of the Dead Dead. So we're going to get to that interview in just a second. It is entitled Let Go of Bigotry. Today, I grew up in a decent-sized town, but I went to a fairly small school, a mostly segregated, closed-minded school. That environment made us ignorant, growing up in a small society where gay implied that you were stupid and where the word fag was tossed around so easily and without guilt. 
I remember specifically using the word gay in a derogatory manner in my early high school years, not realizing that I was being verbally abusive. When I was a senior, I was a student assistant for gym class in my study hall. I remember one time I was forced to make an openly gay male change in the girls' locker room because the boys didn't want him changing in the boys' locker room. They teased him. I think the gym teacher was probably trying to protect the student, but I felt awful about being a part of that. He was a really nice kid. I told my dad later that night, and he was so angry, he wrote a letter to the school. That was eye-opening for me. He still has that letter. I still feel awful. Not because of my sexual orientation, but because I should have known better. I should have known the difference between decency, compassion, versus intolerance, discrimination. I wish I could remember his name. I remember that face, though. The boy had a nice smile and an infectious laugh. The way I was back then, though, had nothing to do with my upbringing. I'm a better human being now. My parents were very loving and compassionate, including my stepfamily. No family is perfect, but at least I was surrounded by love. Maybe it took things happening for our eyes to open, but after all, I had a supportive family. Instead of fearing things, they educated themselves. We were brought up to love one another. I don't know what's changed, but some people close to me, or maybe not, have lost sight of compassion. It's easy to be scared of what you don't know. I'm scared of deep water because I have no idea what's beneath the surface. Because of my fear, I hate deep water. My ignorance causes my fear, and that led to my hate. And now, I stay away from deep water. I see the same thing happening against the LGBT community. I don't understand how educated adults think they're trying to protect their family by staying away from LGBTQs as if they're animals. You're scared. Scared of what you don't understand because it's something different. Your fear helps fuel a hatred toward a community of some of the most lovely people I've ever known. And while you brush away this opportunity to learn about decency and compassion for fellow humans, you teach people around you that it's okay to judge and discriminate against someone that's not like you. I've felt that hatred towards me before. I can't explain the amount of pain that causes, and I haven't even had the worst of it. I'm just sad. I'm really sad about it. I remember being scared going to my first gay club when I was in college. I had a boyfriend at the time, but someone made me go. I was so nervous, but I can tell you that it was one of the most fun nights I have ever had. There was nothing to fear once I allowed myself to learn. But as a part of the LGBTQ family, there's still plenty to fear. I've always been cautious of where to talk about my partner, where I feel comfortable and safe holding her hand, etc. I dare not do that everywhere because someone will stare, name call, or worse. I want to feel safe to love someone, especially in the gay or gay-friendly safe havens. I'm still shocked and heartbroken over Orlando, and I probably will be for a long time. It's just horrific. It just makes me sick that someone can hate a community that's so loving. Please stop the hate. Stop being so angry at or disgusted by the LGBT community. Educate yourself. We're all human and deserve unconditional love. With love, Billy Dead. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.